I need that sports, sports encyclopedia. We were at Steve Kim. Got Trent in the cut. What up, what up, what up, man? The real Cup JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Instagram like something to prove it. Came to a conclusion that it's crazy. Man, I'm ready to get it. In any metric coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson. Here. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta have that store. You gotta be marketable. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much, dude. Are you mixing light and dark at 11 a.m.? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown, kill the ass around. We won the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we kill the ass around. We won the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. What up, what up, what up? The Co Real Coach JB here, man, for the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. We are proud to announce we have a new ad sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports DFS platform in North America. We are one of the easiest and most exciting ways to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more. Then or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Price Picks is a skill-based, real money, daily fantasy sports game. How does it work, you ask? You pick two to six players, and if they will go more or less than their Price Picks projection, you will win. Players can choose from a vast selection of sports and stat types not offered anywhere else. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes college football. We're about to start up. Pro hockey, pro basketball, pro football. NFL season is here. Plus pro baseball, pro golf, men's college basketball, NCAA tournament, plus women's college basketball, soccer, women's pro basketball, esports, pro car racing, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, you name it, we got it. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Prize Picks does it all. And I just got to be honest, dog. I started doing prize picks, and I won instantly. And that's why I am endorsing prize picks to the fullest right here on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. Go to prizepicks.com backslash Coach JB and use Coach JB as the promo code for a first deposit match up to $100. So go to prizepicks.com slash Coach JB and use code Coach JB for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the best betting app online in North America. Go get it and do what Coach JB and Big Smitty does every day. We bet prize picks. Head on over there, prizepicks.com slash Coach JB and get you $100 match right now. Appreciate you. Peace.
What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Let me bring my main man right out the gate in here. Yeah, it's Monday, baby. It's Monday. What's going on, JB? You hear me? I can't, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. We good. All right, I'm trying to wireless mic. It didn't work. Now we're fucked up. It started off slow, but we're here to go. We're going to try something new today with the show. It is work boot. Oh, shit. It is E-Dub Monday, Eric Weddle Monday, and we got a loaded lineup. Big Matt will join us. E-Dub, of course. Eric Weddle will join us. We got a lot to discuss. Uh, man, we don't even want to get to it. Make sure you understand AQMS is a proud new sponsor of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Head on over there. 1-888-233-3110 and get all your moving needs handled. AQMS, affordable quality moving and storage. Move your furniture, your car, your house. It don't matter. Tell them JB sent you by using that number. 1-888-233-3110. We got a lot going on, Big Smitty. We on TikTok. We on Twitter. We everywhere. It's Monday. MySpace, YouTube. uh, 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 Keep going. We, We everywhere. We are everywhere. Um, we'll get to the quote of the day later, but we're gonna start the show off with a banger, man. And uh, whoo, we're gonna go right through this thing. Me and Smitty are gonna alternate this thing, and we're gonna start right out the gate with the thumbnail college football playoff is set, and the committee got it right by leaving Florida State off. Michigan and Florida State basically responded this complete same, but yet so different. We're gonna dive into that later on, but. Ooh, Florida State got left off, Big Smitty. Uh, it is what it is, but we'll we'll talk about it. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And I know all the Florida State fans were pissed off, but another fan group that was pissed off is Chiefs Queendom because last night Jordan Love outshined Patrick Mahomes, was out here balling, willing, and then look at that throw right there. That's the best throw we've seen all night long. So we got to dive into that game. Is Jordan Love better than Patrick Mahomes? I saw your tweet, JB. We going to dive into that. Don't answer it yet. I want you to answer it later because we're going to dive into that, Jimmy, for sure. Boom! That's what Derek Carr got yesterday every time Taysom Hill entered the game. But what do I know? I think I'm the only one that ever said fucking Derek Carr is completely dog shit, but everyone keeps saying he's nice. But guess what? They booed the shit out of him every single time Taysom Hill entered the ball game. But we're going to break that down a little bit later. Yes, sir. They did boo that, man. I don't know what that feeling is like because when I got on the field, I would cheer it on every single time I got cheered on. One guy that gets cheered every time he gets on the field is your guy, Tank Dale. T's and P's up to him right now. Been having a hell of a season, and it sounds like he might have a broken ankle, man. I I, I hope it ain't true. I'm not sure if the full reports came out yet, but either way, man, T's and P's up for Tank Dale. Having an amazing, amazing year. We hope you are okay, Tank. Man, the man they love to hate, kind of like me, Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a brother out there by the name of Charleston White. Everybody may know who he is. He made it big by just being what a lot of people think is a sellout, a buster, a bitch, whatever you want to call him. He was on Cam Newton podcast calling it like it is. I can't wait to dive into that and get Smitty's reaction. Man, I've been seeing some of those clips and those moments, man. Some stuff he said I, I rock with. Some stuff he said I'm like, ah, I can't go that route, but we're going to dive into it, man. Another Quarterback changed back in New England, man. The Patriots turned to Zappy at quarterback. You know, Mac Jones is a it sounds like he's gonna be done when it comes to playing in New England. Is Zappy the right move? Is that is, is that the route to go, man? I just think it's this chaos going on in New England, JB, and they don't know what to do, man. Zappy looks looks solid at times. Um, but I, I don't think he's the answer, JB. We're gonna dominate that for sure. 
This man, good friend of mine, great friend of mine, uh, mentor, one of the best to do it. Uh, talked to him yesterday and congratulated him. My boy, Willie Fritz, leaving Tulane. He's done an unbelievable job at Tulane and now took the Houston job. They ended up losing to uh, – and they, they lost their conference title game, their second loss of the year. Uh, but I think the players knew, and they, it probably is not the same fight. Uh, but Willie's a stand-up dude, and the way he addressed his team, he let them, his team know earlier this week, and and they still play pretty damn good. I think just SMU's on a on a hot streak. They're rolling right now. And Willie Fritz will be the head coach of the University of Houston now in the Big 12. I think he deserves it. I'm happy as hell for him. Shout out to Willie Fritz, man. Well-deserved, man. But let's switch gears to the basketball court where LeBron James and Ime Udoka got into a little argument on the court, a little verbal match. It was, was one of those old, I didn't want to say old school, it was one of those peaceful arguments where they were kind of right by each other, talking real quiet. We didn't know exactly what was said at first, but the words came out a little later of what was really said, and uh, Udoka got ejected. I can't wait to hear JB's opinion on this one, man. Mike Norvell's message to the committee, and this committee is something that we're going to dive into, but he's pretty disgusted, of course. He has to defend his players, of course. Uh, knowing Mike for a long time, I know he stood up in that room right after that decision was made, and I'm sure he addressed him and said, look, man, this is what it is. There ain't no reason to keep our head held hot and low. We can't do nothing about it. It is what it is. You got screwed, blah, 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 whatever you got to do, but look. They're going to get an opportunity to win one of those off-the-record natties, just like UCF. They got rings. They did it all. They're like, they did a parade a few years ago when they went undefeated and beat an SEC team in their bowl game. Florida State, you got the opportunity to show what you are by playing Georgia, and it is what it is. Hey, man, sometimes you got to shut the naysayers up by doing what they say you could not do, and that would be beating Georgia. So go beat Georgia, and, uh, and let's see those guys uh, do that. Yes, sir, man. Go shock the world, man. Go shock the world. But uh, more Colorado news, man. Their D-line coach, Nick Williams, has left after Coach Sanders, Coach Prime, whatever you want to call him, says that Warren Sapp is coming to coach the D-line. We've been hearing those rumors pretty much all year long that Warren Sapp was coming. I thought he was going to be more of like an assistant type role, but I guess it's official. He's going to be there. It's looking bad right now. I ain't going to lie. As a Dion fan, it's looking bad right now. Coaches is leaving left and right. Players is decommitting. All negative news going around Coach Prime. I think his girl might have left. It's all types of stuff going on right now in Colorado. It's looking bad, JB. It's looking bad. <laughs> his girl didn't leave him. Shit. He got all kinds of shit going on, dog. They all leaving him. I don't know what's going on, but we're going to find out. Kyle McCord, the latest to transfer from Ohio State. Woo! I mean, you go 12 and one and you, you transfer. I, this is the world we live in, man. That's the third big QB to leave uh, UCLA. DJ left Oregon State. We got Kyle McCord now. Uh, there's, there's just, you know, we got a lot more coming down the pipe. I know uh, Duke's quarterback left. We got a lot of quarterbacks leaving. It's crazy. Uh, they all think they're worth a lot of money. Um, I'm sorry, but Kyle McCord, I wouldn't give you a squirt of piss. So I don't know what you're going to get out of the transfer portal, but you wouldn't get a dime from me. And I can't wait to dive into this one. Ooh, man, money talks bullshit walks. I will say that there, man. But, hey, back to the NFL. Mike Tomlin they, in the Steelers, they took a bag. 
a bad L yesterday, JB, like a bad one. I mean, I, we we thought they were rolling and they were moving on the right direction. I, I think they were seven and four going into yesterday's game, and they played against the Arizona Cardinals, and you let you let Kyler Murray and them do that to you. You got out physical by the Cardinals. Come on now. I know it was a rain delay and all that was going on, but I don't know, man. Is Mike Tomlin on the hot seat? I know that sounds a little crazy. I don't think he is, but JB might think he is. We're going to dive into that and we're going to find out. Well, Arch Manning transfer. That is another one because Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma just hit the portal a few hours ago, this early this morning. And the latest quarterback we just discussed to break news, that just happened at Oklahoma. Why? Mm. I have no idea. I mean, that just tells me it, this is becoming a mockery. Anyway, will Arch Manning be the next one? I think one of those Texas quarterbacks, he's got three really good ones. There's no way that he can keep all three in this landscape. Well, hopefully he does. I I, I would. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you never really know. Like, why not keep him just in case? But – I know this topic right here is going to piss off JB, man. You got players celebrating while losing, man. This guy Johnson's on the field doing this dance. I saw this live, man. And it was a long celebration, too. He did a full dance, threw the ball up, shot, shot it with the AK, put it back down, reloaded, shot it again. I'm like, bro, you're getting your ass whooped right now, and you're celebrating. Bad, bad look, man. It's looking bad right now. And this is the second week in a row, JB, that some type of negative attention has been around this cat. Remember last week, he – Showed no effort on the play. He just literally walked off the line. Now he's celebrating. I don't know. Is he selfish, JB? It looked like he is. Yeah, well, that's unfortunately not. I'm not going to tell Coach Tomlin how to do his job. He's done it for a, a long time, and he's done it great. Um, I just don't know how he played the dude. Um, Man. Robert Sala, is he starting a fourth quarterback? He's under this distress. I know he's maybe on the hot seat as well. Robert Sala, I know he's missing Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers at least 21 days away. And then do you really want to play Aaron Rodgers if you're not even in the mix of the playoffs, which right now I don't think they are. So we're going to break that down, Smitty. We got a lot going on. We got a hell yeah, hell no segment. We got a little white people shit, a little black people shit. We're going to break all that down. But first, I got to get into this morning rant. And uh, I got to dive into this one. Please, everybody out there, pump your brakes on this fucking brock purdy deal please you are anointing him once again big smitty like y'all did patrick mahomes carson wentz baker mayfield kyler murray the list goes on and on stop it please stop it quit making your fantasy football having asses the authority on quarterback play you aren't you know absolutely nothing and once this kid fails, you will bash him and move on in life. See, that's the difference between me that y'all love to hate and say I'm a hater and you fantasy fucks. I got real hands-on experience-based thoughts, opinions. I have lived this life. You have not. You work at Walmart. Shut up. Move to the side. Keep bagging my groceries and leave this to the people who know this shit. You put these people on these pedestals only to set them up for massive failure, like Deion Sanders. And then you drop them like a bad habit when they don't get your fantasy points or win you a Super Bowl. Stop it. 
I've seen so many Chiefs Queendom fans last night already talking shit about Mahomes, but y'all have the best fan base, I thought. Y'all throwing him under the bus like a motherfucker. I've seen it everywhere, Big Smitty. He got me 14 fantasy points. Mm. And these motherfuckers judge these cats, these human beings, these real humans, off of fantasy fucking points, homie. They give these cats death threats on DMs because they didn't get their fantasy point quota. These are fucking bottom feeders. You've set these dudes up for failure. Theon, Patrick Mahomes, fucking Purdy. Purdy, if you watched the football game last night, he looked a lot like Patrick Mahomes in his offense, didn't he? Mm, Show me a ball that he threw over 30 yards last night on on time. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. I watched him. Debo Samuels, by the way, got him how many yards on what? How many balls? How many balls were caught behind the line of scrimmage from Debo Samuel that he went 60 on? Two. Then he caught a five-yard hitch ball, a spot route over the middle, broke a tackle, and went 60 again. Stop it with the Brock Purdy. Here's what I'll give you about Brock Purdy. He's efficient. He's handling his business. He's doing what's expected of him within the system, and he's doing it to perfection. No, okay. no, not. All right. My point is, when it don't go well, you've set him up to be the next Patrick Mahomes. He's not. He's not that guy. We've seen it without McCaffrey. We've seen him without Debo. We've seen him without Ayuk. He's as average as white bread. So stop playing. Don't set him up, people. You don't know what you're doing. So when Kyle Shanahan screws it up another Super Bowl and Brock Purdy throws three picks and everybody's going to say, man, this guy ain't shit. No, he is what he is. You guys in the fantasy world have set him up to be the next Patrick Mahomes, even though you set Patrick Mahomes up to be the next John Elway. He's not either. But Mm. see what I'm saying? You guys keep going up this ladder because you're fantasy drafters. You know nothing. You know nothing. It ain't hate. It's true. Sorry that you think it's hate, but it's true. And the truth is real. And it's coming up right now. And everybody thinks he's great right now because they're winning. Stop. You know, goddamn well. I want to see the party fan, Smitty. When they lost three in a row, do you remember the fucking heat he was taking? A lot. Oh, my God. It's so goddamn funny how relevant it is when you guys are all talking how shitty he was three weeks ago. And now he's back on top. Flip floppy fans. Flip floppy fan. I can't even say it, JB. That's what it is, man. Flip floppy fans. And guess what, Big Smitty? I get the heat because I say the same shit consistently every day, over and over and over, always. Good or bad, yeah. Good or bad, but cats can't handle that truth. They're not ready for that realness. They're fantasy fucks. That's what they are. They're fantasy drafters who know nothing about the game, and now you add the female landscape in here. And look, Chris is in this chat. There's a lot of women in this chat that come in here that know more football than a lot of these fucking men. I'll tell you right now. But you didn't play. Sorry. Mm. You didn't play. 
please don't DM me about Brock Purdy's fucking three-step drop. Please stop. All right, Big Smitty. I don't know. I don't you know. diving in, man. Brock we Purdy looks great. Brock Purdy looks great. But let's pump our brakes. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, real quick, to, just to dive on that. From a talent standpoint, it's the reason why this guy was the last pick of the NFL draft. That wasn't by accident, y'all. So there is a reason behind that. But to his credit, I think Brock Purdy has worked extremely hard, and he has maximized who he is. And a lot of people don't maximize who they are. Even a lot of greats don't maximize who they are. They're not able to tap into that space or tap into that that effort that it takes to be the best versions of themselves. I think Brock Purdy... Because of his work, his attention to detail, Kyle Shannon has system, every the web is around him, all things above. I think he has found a way to tap into his full potential. And his full potential is a guy that's very disciplined, like you said. He's efficient. He can make the easy throws. He can he, he knows how to read. And and when when that happens, you last night happens. And yeah, the Debo. Give him like a half of his yards off of yak yards. Hell yeah, he did. But at the end of the day, Brock Purdy made made the read, made the decision, threw the ball on time, whether it was a five-yard hitch, whether it was a screen, regardless of what it was, he did what he was supposed to do within that system. And hey, Big hey, real quick, so that yeah, cut yeah. you off, this is what you're talking about. See, this guy don't know what he's fucking talking about. No, yes, see, you got to watch the game, Eddie. Stats do lie, homie. That's the problem. Again, another fantasy dude, Eddie Kohler. So you're telling me that a guy throws a now hits that goes 80 is a big-time fucking Hall of Fame quarterback play? <laughs> Shut up. That's what you all don't get. Stats do lie. Shut the fuck up. They do lie. That's what you don't get because you're not a fucking, you don't know. You're not a player. You never played. You don't coach. You never coach. And you are a fantasy guy. Guess what? I bet you had Brock Purdy last night, huh? He probably got you, what, 40, 45 points? Probably did. Yeah, about 45 fantasy points. So you think he's the best quarterback ever today. You won $20. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to you, man, for $20. $15, and he won $20. On fat on DraftKings, and he now is the greatest fucking quarterback ever. <laughs> nah, man. Now nah, listen, we're all as a society, we're quick to anoint people, and we're quick to slam people down when they're bad. Like it's no nothing in between, man. It's like, what have you done for me lately? Now, look, I, I, look, I like Purdy. I broke him down a few different times. I love his. I love when he throws the ball on time, anticipatory windows. He throws it better than Mahomes. I'm going to be honest with you. He makes more anticipatory throws than half the NFL. When he throws it on time, when he's on time, he makes it look nice. I like I like him. He looks like he looks like a little bit of a mixture between Alex Smith in his prime and Drew Brees, like a watered down, super watered down Drew Brees. Yeah, I was going to say uh, – a little bit of a Drew Brees or uh or actually like a Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. So he's got like uh got a three-quarter release, he throws a tight spiral, he throws a good ball. And so when his pocket is clean and he's in the pocket and he's got clean pocket, he throws it on time and he looks good. Like he he looks good. But when all things aren't good, he is a guy that I don't think he stretched. I don't think Purdy's a stretch the ball thrower, by the way. All you guys talking about he don't stretch the field. 
He don't stretch the field. He throws the ball intermediate. If you haven't noticed, all the anticipatory throws that he makes that when he does look good on the in-cutting routes that he throws to Ayuk and Debo and Kittles, those are all 15, 12 to 15-yard balls. They're, they're not – he ain't throwing fucking nine – you know, 16, 16, 18-yard comebacks on the outside from the opposite hatch. He's not throwing right, bang right. eight post dig routes on time. So stop. But that's see? fine, JB. That's fine, though. See, like, see Smitty? See, Smitty? Like, here we go. Here we go, Smitty. JB, Purdy might be better than Brady. They're trying to troll with you right now, JB. No, they're stop. not, Smitty. I don't believe they are. That's This is what I'm saying. This is the truth, homie. This is why it, this is the start of the ring. But, JB, the reason why I don't like this, JB, though, is we're letting the idiots like that. And I'm sorry, Steve. I don't know you personally. You might be a very intelligent man. You might have a great job. But comments like that, I got to call you an idiot right now. When idiots make comments like that, JB, we we take that. We highlight that. So, one, that leads to more ignorant comments, number one. Number two, it takes away from the great play that these players are putting out on any given Sunday. And Brock Purdy, although a lot of those yards were yak yards, he did exactly what he's supposed to do within that system. He did exactly what Kyle Shanahan asked him and wanted him to do. We should be praising Brock Purdy about making every throw he's supposed to make on time, whether it was a hitch, whether it was behind line of scrimmage, whether it was a deep ball, regardless of what he needed to do, he had a damn near perfect game to, to what that system asked and required him to do. Let's not let the Steves of the world take away from the great play that Purdy put out there, JB. That's all I'm saying. Two things can be true. All right, let's get into the show, man. Um, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out I got to do that. Let's get into the show. Let's get into it. I got a quote of the day. Let's get you started with the quote of the day. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off welcome bonus. Uh, BetOnline, where the game starts. The choices you make are the choices that make you. Quote of the day. Uh, just so we're clear. That is the new shirt we're going to be wearing here. Just so we're clear. The choices you make are the choices that make you. And I'm tired of hearing all the people talk about the cats that do stupid shit and go to jail and all this old shit. Hey, dog. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Lots about choices. Just keeping it real. Uh, contrary to belief. Brought to you by Prize Picks. Um, head on over there and use the promo code. One fake friend can do more damage than five enemies, Big Smitty. Contrary God, to belief. Contrary to belief, one fake friend can do more damage than five enemies. And that is a real, real deal statement. Contrary to belief. Going back to your ex is like taking a shower and putting your dirty underwear back on. Ooh, that's nasty, JB. That's nasty. That's nasty, Contrary JB. To belief. <laughs> Contrary to belief. I don't ever go backwards, Big Smitty. I took the rearview mirrors out because I ain't going that way. I don't ever look backwards. Contrary to belief. If you want to truly know how they feel about you, just watch their actions. You ain't got to do nothing else. Plain and simple, JB Hunt. Plain and simple. Hey, contrary to belief. <laughs> that's all you got to know. All you got to do. That's all you got to do, JB. That's all you got to do, man. We had a super chat, so I just threw it on the screen real quick just to read what he said. Tris at 2,700. Purdy leads the league in air yards. A pass has nothing to do with yak. He also leads the league in 20-plus yard passes completed. Again, not yak. Okay, Coach Tristan, 2,700. Coming at your neck, JB. What the fuck is a pass yard? 
These stat guys. See, again, these stat guys. They see I got analytics. I always gotta show these analytical fucks. Motherfucker said a a pass yard. <laughs> we don't even talk like that. We don't even talk like that, do we? <laughs> in the real football world. He said an air pass yard. Hey, Curry coach, leads the league in air, air yards of pass. pass. Hey, coach uh, Shanahan, I gotta get this air pass yard up. Can you run Diggle uh, Kittles on a twenty yard end cut? Holy fuck! These analytical cats. Poll question, man. We'll get into that. Poll question: Does Florida State belong in the college football playoff? Um, let the chat chime in. Who, if you think Florida State belongs in the college football playoff, give me a thumbs up. If you don't, give me a thumbs down. Uh, we're gonna dive into that in a minute. But Vic Smitty, the college football playoff is set. Michigan, Florida State responses are are kind of the same, yet very different. Michigan responds to getting Alabama mm-hmm. in the first round. I don't know if we have that video. And then Florida State responds with a sadder video. Um, we have those videos, Mick Mailey? Um we had I don't, know, I don't know if they're down here right now, but we will have them if they're not down here because we, we did send them in. So we'll have so, Bentley bring the videos in behind the scenes because uh, I saw both those videos, and I'm not going to lie, JB. I, I hate to say this or assume this about a team, but Michigan looks scared. I'm not going to lie to you, JB. And me and you, we both been rooted for Michigan because of all the hardball noise and the attack and the attack on him all year long from – from the cheeseburgers to the fucking still the sign stick uh, uh stealing scandal, we kind of been rooting for them. But to see that reaction, they heard they saw Alabama pop up as the fourth seed, and everybody was like, Oh, okay, like what? What type of you supposed to be the big dog? You supposed to be like, This is our year, we're doing this for Coach Harbaugh. Free, free Coach Harbaugh. It's time to win it all. You get Bama over Florida State now. You, Oh. Even if you feel it, here you go, right here, y'all. Bro, come on, JB. Keep it real. I know you like Michigan right now, but you got to keep it a thousand. I ain't never seen no shit like that. You might feel like that internally. You don't put that out publicly. I saw coaches stand. I saw GA standing up doing this. Like, uh, ain't so, I don't, ain't so I don't, much of a hand you JB. I, I don't know if they're scared. I don't think Harbaugh's scared of that. I don't, well, Let me tell you this. I don't think Harbaugh – they won't be scared when Harbaugh breaks it down and says, if you let this non-passing mill row beat you, then you are suck. You suck. Mm. But I got a little bit of a different controversy. I was talking to Weddle, talking to a few people. Was this committee a setting up Harbaugh again by putting them – oh, look at Jerry Ports. Jerry Ports just put it in the chat. We were talking about the other day. Did they make this matchup to get rid of Harbaugh quicker? Ooh, that's a hell of a point. That's a hell of a point, y'all. I didn't even think about that. I wouldn't be surprised because you know they hate him right now. They they want him out. They don't even want Michigan in the playoffs right now. They're going to give him the hardest opponent they possibly could give him. And I wouldn't be surprised. I'm know? actually shocked because I thought – I picked the four. I picked the four. Steve Kim was here. Everybody was at the house. I picked the four. Uh, we were going to do a video, and Steve Kim has WhatsApp and some shit. He couldn't fit it to me. I don't know what Steve Kim's still on WhatsApp for. We'll ask him tomorrow. He's Asian, doesn't understand – how to send a video i don't get it 
but we're gonna break that down. I gotta ask. I gotta. I picked the four, and everybody in my house. We had about ten people over playing poker. They're like, "Nah, hell, no. Florida State's in." I'm like, "No, they're not. There's no way in the world." I was I was actually surprised that Georgia didn't go from one to four. Mm. They bumped Washington to one because I thought Washington beating Oregon twice deserved them to to move up because Michigan the last two weeks, to be honest, I don't believe looked very good. And especially on offense. But they, I'm about and, to say defense, they, they gave him a goose egg. It's hard to do. And I played defense. That shit is hard to do. Who are you playing against? Iowa, though. Iowa doesn't. I mean, I like 10 and 2. Like, don't act like Iowa just some. some average, like, they average nine points a game, bro. I hear you. With goose egg, still a goose egg. But continue, continue. Well, I'm just saying, it is what it is. But uh, Washington, to me, I thought they would bump them up, get Alabama. Michigan two, play Texas, and then but anyway, it didn't happen that way. I'm shocked they kept Georgia out though. Um, but I think the committee did about as good as you could do with this situation because it is what it is. Like that, it is what it is. I don't know um, what you really do. Um, now here's the thing about it. Weddle is going to come on. And he thinks he's very in, in, in uh, very kind of upset because Florida State's kids got screwed. Right. That's what no one wants to bring up. See, I brought it up again when Michigan gets suspended. If everybody was rooting to get them suspended, I said nobody's talking about the kids. Nobody cares about the kids. But this is what it's all about. Is what you guys say on TV. It's all about the kids. No, it's not because you were trying to get them suspended. Similar deal here. The NCAA don't care about the kids. And when Brian Bosworth rolled, rocked this shirt many years ago, um, this was down. ahead of the game. National communists against athletes. Mm. Um, I know he put welcome to Russia on the bottom of that. Um, Brian Bosworth stood on business. On business. He, uh, that was real. And I say the non-caring assholes of America. He said the national communists against Athletes, whatever acronym you want to use, the bottom line is they don't care about these kids. And to Weddle's point, which he has a good one, during COVID, just two years ago, what did we do? We made a playoff six teams. Mm. Why we didn't make an exception? It's the last year of it. You've done it during COVID. You could have made an exception. Throw Weddle, I mean, throw Georgia and Florida State in there. You give you give Michigan and Washington a bye, and you play those four teams, and those two bye teams play the winners, and it is what it is. And you would have made everybody happy. And I don't really care about appeasing anybody. I don't care about making everybody happy. But in this scenario that you've never had before, I would have did that. I would have made it a six-team, one-time, give it a pass, six-team. You could do what you want to do. You did it for COVID. What's the difference? Did they? I didn't know that. So play their ass. Let them play. I must have forgot about the six-team doing COVID, man. It seems so long ago now. But listen, JB, I'm with you. I, I think they got it right, if I'm being honest. Now, Florida State deserves to be in. In terms of what they did this season, undefeated ACC champions, Lost a quarterback, lost a second string quarterback. Third string comes in, they still find a way to win. Gets a really good Louisville team. 
They did what they were supposed to do to get in. So do they deserve to get in? Yes. But when I remove my emotions and I look at it logically and straightforward, is Florida State without Jordan Travis a top four team in the league right now? No. They're exactly. not. I'm sorry. It's what it is. Now, you could say, you're, well, you're guessing. You don't really know that. Yeah, their offense isn't that good, but maybe their defense is so great that they could slow down. You're right. Like, to any given Saturday in this situation, any given Sunday, any given whatever, they could possibly go out there and win. The way Michigan played against Iowa offensively, they were not that great. So, you, if you take that version of Michigan versus the Florida State defense, the way they looked in, in, in their ACC championship, could Florida State possibly pull off an upset? Yes, they could. Potentially, they could. But at the end of the day, man, we know football is a is an offensive-driven game now. It's a quarterback-driven game. And when you, you're down to your second and third-string quarterback going against fully loaded teams who have all their key players, you're just not a top-four team. It's not your fault. It's such that the injury happened at the time it did. I saw Jordan Travis put out a tweet after, the, you know, they found out what the picks were and was basically saying that, you know, how it was, it was a shame and how he wishes he would have broke his leg earlier in the season so we all could see the, the true greatness of FSU and see that they're more than just the quarterback. Well, I appreciate you for being humble, Jordan, and trying to look out for your teammates, but look at your numbers, man. People are like JB are still saying that you will, you should still be the Heisman and you missed the last two and a half games. And they say you still should be the Heisman. So that's how big of an impact that you had on that team. So, bro, man, listen. It sucks if I'm FSU. If I'm a player, I'm pissed. I'm hurt. I don't understand it. But at the end of the day, man, the committee got it right, y'all. These are the four best teams in the nation right now. And, and, and as fans and, and, as, and as analysts, don't we want to see the best play the best? I'm tired of the TCUs making the playoff, JB, and getting blown the fuck out in the national championship game. Don't nobody want to see that. I don't want to see no bad natty. I want to see good, great football. The problem we have is, I don't know if Georgia's not one of the best four teams. Like, they've proven it year in, year out. They've been undefeated. They haven't lost in three years almost. And they lost a close game, I said. I mean, I thought Alabama literally dominated them like I said they would. Hey, you called that shit. I'm not going to lie. Hold on. I told my wife. I told. I was like, man, I said, I said JB called this shit. I said, I did not see this happening. He called it. You I called, called it, man. The way, the way I called Washington too. You and Jeff said Oregon. I said Washington. Now you called. You called everything. I think. The heart of here. a champion. When you're undefeated, it's hard to beat you. So, I gotta ask you. Georgia's a top four team, in my opinion, too. And here's the deal. Somebody in the chat said Alabama should have been out. You ain't leaving the SEC champ out, bro. Sorry. You're not make you're not leaving the SEC champion out of the playoff. And I told you this last week. There's just no way I told you I'd bet my house on it. You're not leaving the SEC champ out of the playoff. Are you kidding me? And you can't but but the problem with that is JB, you can't leave Texas out there. It's like automatic. It's like if Bama gets in, Texas has to get in. And then the Washington, Michigan. Like there's there's no other solution, honestly. Like they got it right. They don't have to get in. I mean, Florida State went undefeated and didn't get in. Yes, but we <laughs> saw each other, JB. That I shit is crazy it. to me. I get it, man. Me but you I, got in a fight, JB. I beat well, the fuck I, out of you, JB. I, here's I, I, what, I here's beat the fuck out of you. I'm in. totally in agreement with Nick Saban by saying that this thing changes because if no one ever see, that's the problem with the committee. To Mike Leach's point, a video I posted yesterday, this committee knows nothing about nothing. This committee has not a fucking clue about how college football works. 
how to play the game, how to coach the game, how to cry together, how to bleed together, how to fight and be back as brothers again. They don't know the ebb and flow that goes on in that locker room. They have not a clue. So for us to go out here and say that what you just said, like, let's put them out here and no, the committee don't know. So you put a team in there, Texas, because they beat a team week one. But Nick Saban's point, Smitty, Big Saban's point that the committee don't get, that I've always said, that Mike Leach always said, how can you put it in the hands of a committee that don't know football changes from one week to one eleven? Like, yeah, hold on, I, JB. Now we're kind of we're kind of dizzing ourselves. I get what we're saying. I, committee don't know. But we, Alabama's the same team they they were when they lost to Texas. No, 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 no. Nobody's the same. Nobody's the same. But That's you and I'm saying, dog, they just won eleven in a row in the You SEC. and I agreed that the, the committee got it right. Then we just agreed on timeout, timeout. Then we agree that the committee got it right, though. So why are we why are we going I don't know against if they them? They got it right. I'm what I'm. I don't know if they got it right. I think Georgia's a top four team. So, okay, so you're saying they got it wrong. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm making sure I'm saying Georgia's that. Georgia's top four team. I think, see, this is where the committee is so full of shit. Last year, everyone seems to forget because we live in recency bias. Fucking, what have you done lately? We live in that world because of social media, because of all this shit. So let's make sure we're clear. You guys allowed a TCU team to get beat by Kansas State last year in their conference title game and go to the playoff. Yep. And that Alabama team that you left out select that Kansas State team that beat TCU in a bowl game. But didn't Bama lose two games last year? Yeah, but they were still better than that fucking – they lost to whoever they – they lost to Tennessee and they lost oh, to yeah. – I can't fuck, remember. I yeah, it was two, though. Yeah, it was two. Uh, LSU maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. No, I, listen, I feel each it's hard to compare years because each year is its own thing, its own entity. It's like, okay, yeah, we lost we lost in the conference championship, but Bama wasn't even in the conference championship and they lost two games. So it's kind of hard to decide, like, okay, well, you, but you but like, you lost, but you were telling me though, a team that's proven itself who's lost who's won the last two natties loses a close game to a team that's won eleven in a row in Alabama, right. Nick Saban, no less. They don't deserve the same play or respect that a fucking TCU for the first time ever got into the tournament? That was their first time. That's not like TCU been winning natties and shit. Like, this team's two-time champ hasn't lost in two years, and you put them right out. But the, the, the difference is, JB, so like, let's use TCU as, as an example. Let's say, let's say just for argument purposes, let's say uh, TCU and Bama were both in the SEC. Just for, So let's say last year, same thing happened. TCU loses in the championship game, but they actually lost against Bama. Well, I would say fucking Bama should get in in that situation. Last year is hard to compare because, yeah, TCU lost their conference championship game, but it wasn't against Bama, number one. Number two, Bama had lost two games already, and they, they didn't even make it to the conference championship game. So it's like at the end of the regular season, we had a better regular season than you have. Don't you don't let my conference championship loss put you above me when you didn't even play that weekend. So that was a it, it would almost be like putting Ohio State in right now. It's like, what the fuck? Ohio State didn't even play. How are you gonna put Ohio State in and they ain't they sitting around? Like, that's why I can't compare last year to this year. This year was different. I don't care if it was week one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven. If we saw each other for real, Jay, come on, JB. If we saw each other, 
yeah, things do change. But how in the fuck? How how can we see each other? We we fought. We got into it. We tussled. I almost beat your ass last year with my backup quarterback. We lost by one point. People forget that too, JB. We saw each other. I gave you the hands. You got a little better. You can say I got better. I don't how you feel about Texas is how you feel about Texas. We both got the same exact fucking record at the end of the day. We both won our conference championship. Me, Texas, we beat the fuck out of our opponent in the conference championship game. And we already beat you. So Bama gets in, Texas gets in. Now, JB, if your argument is this, I'm not saying Texas Texas don't deserve to be in. What I'm saying is we this 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 committee has set this up to have three different controversies. Yeah. Because, and I'm tired of hearing the Bama barely beat Auburn fucking take in the chat. So Washington barely beat Washington State. Colorado barely beat Colorado State. Fucking, we have rivals for a reason. There are rivalry games that none of you in the chat will ever understand because you fucking never played. So stop talking like you think you know everything. I don't care if New Mexico State beat Auburn. Rivalry games are different. And I don't want to hear anything. Why, so why did Georgia struggle with Georgia Tech then, homie? Why did Georgia struggle with Georgia Tech? Why Wazoos give? Why did Oregon usually struggle with Oregon State every year? Why is rivalry games so important? Because that's what they are. And now we're going to lose them. We're going to lose them because we've blown up college football. And now you're going to lose the rivalries that matter. And stop trying to compare a Auburn game for the reason that the fucking SEC champ shouldn't be in. Get the fuck out of here. If you don't think the SEC champ's getting in the playoff, you guys are out of your fucking minds. Yo. Hold on, man. Good morning. Happy Monday, brother. Um, Brothers. Um, Man, what a weekend. Uh, You know, just parlay off of what you just said about rivalries, bro. Like, as a guy whose rivalry was killed, um, it sucks. Like, it really sucks. It's one of the things that, like, the reason I wanted to play Colorado back in the day was – to play Nebraska and whip that ass. Like, that was the whole point. So when you lose your rivalry and then they try and replace it with some fabricated shit, that usually doesn't work out very well. At least Washington and Washington State are going to stay consistent with the Apple Cup, but God knows with everyone else. So, look, man, just crazy weekend. But, I mean, are we talk- we're talking about the foot. The we're talking committees. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we got a show real quick. We got to catch up on the show. Uh, I didn't know you were here. Let me, let me show this video real quick. So we showed the... I said that it was very similar videos, but for different re- different reasons. So we showed Michigan's re- uh, uh, you know reaction to getting Alabama uh, round one, uh, and now we we got the Florida State video, which is a clearly different look, but the same. Team were heartbroken, devastated, and uh, I'm sure there is a lot wow. of anger in Tallahassee as a result of this. Just a terribly unfortunate. I see. I know Mike very well. I think he's scanning the room to know his kids are fucked. That he understands it. I, you know, I've always, I've been there. I've had the fingers together like this, thinking about what I'm gonna do and what I gotta say. I know Mike, and I, just you'll see him get up here and and then fortunate set of circumstances. They left Mike Norvell, who has done a fabulous job at Florida State, put the Seminoles in position, and now, now will be. A- Hey, I, I already know what he's doing. I, I I I know what he's doing because that's what leaders do. He had to get up there and say, hey, man, what are we going to do? Are we going to fucking cry about it? Are we going to bitch about it? Or are we going to go play Georgia? 
I mean, it is what it is. You got to get them back up because if you let them just – if you go play the we got fuck game with them as the grown-up in the room and the leader, now you're just you're just setting them up for failure in life. I think Mike's going to address them and say, this is what we're doing, man. We got, we, we got screwed. We know what we got. This is our deal. I feel horrible for the kids. It's just like I defended the Michigan kids. Screw the coaches, Matt. Screw the committee. Screw the admin. Screw everybody. The kids were going to get screwed at Michigan if they kept them out. The kids are getting here are here at Florida State are getting screwed. And Brian Bosworth said it right years ago um, when he wore this shirt, National Communists Against Athletes. He was correct when he put that when he wore that shirt. I call him now non, non uh, carrying assholes of America. B. B. Bosworth called him uh, National Communists Against Athletes. Either way, they don't care about these kids. And like Weddle said, he's going to come on here later. Just like COVID, make it a six-game playoff one last time before the before the twelve-game committee starts. You have the right. Go make a six-game play. Give Washington and Michigan a bye, and and put Georgia and fucking Florida State in, and do what you did in COVID. You did it in COVID. Do it again. It, it's a twelve-game playoff next week. I mean next year. So who was going to care? Who's going to bitch about that? I think everybody would have been pleased and would have moved on. So I don't know. It's fucked up. Well, it, it, I don't, it is as fucked up as it's ever going to get. And I agree. Like, the inability to change a plan means your plan sucks. And obviously, this plan sucks. It's not the first time it sucked. But this is definitely the the highest level of sucking that has happened in the playoff in the playoff committee existence. This is the height of suckingness. So, like, Superhead this level. is fucking ridiculous. Like, the fact that they can't get in the room and say, we're just going to put Georgia and motherfucking Florida State in, and we're going to give one and two a bye, and we're going to go, the, the Peach Bowl is now a motherfucking playoff game. What are we talking about? Why can't they do this? And then you make everyone happy. You're already going to 12 teams next year, like Coach said. So I I really, I'm just, it's just another thing in college football that's not being sorted out on the field when it should be. You know, the kids are getting jobbed, and it, it's taken away from a great game, too. Because, God damn it, I don't care what anyone fucking says to me. Florida State is undefeated in the ACC. I mean, that is some bullshit. They got fucking robbed, bro. Uh, but it's a setup, Matt. I think this I, is- I'm not saying it's not, Coach, but I am saying that they're fucking No, no, no. Defense, I what I'm saying is fucking run this, this was a sham. This was a I sham am, when they I began this thing. I understand what the fuck is happening. I'm saying who's yeah. saying Florida State can't get in and go on a fucking run defensively and win a title. That Don't tell me a third-string quarterback can't do that. I watched Cardell Jones' fat ass do it. So, like, I, I think that this entire fucking situation is just another, you know, pull your pants down and, and tickle your balls by the NCAA. It's another fucking con job. I'm so tired of this shit, dog. This Here's is- it. Here's my thing. I'm glad, that, I'm glad it's more competitive in some people's eyes, but Florida State's a goddamn great football team that got fucked out of playing in the national title. That is yeah, I, here's the thing. Here's the issue I have, though. Like, I'm we set this up. They would beat them. How the fuck do you know? When it was BCS, though, everybody bitched and wanted something else, BCS. even though BCS, for the most part, even they really didn't miss on the four, if you really look at it. Maybe one year they had the, we had the controversy, but the – we wanted to go. We always want more. We always want more. Now we want 12 teams, and then the 13th is going to be pissed. But we've set this up from the jump. It should have been six, Matt, from the gate, because how do you have five power five conferences and only four spots? 
That is a setup for failure from the from the direction and instruction and the when they devised this, they yeah. knew somebody was going to get fucked. And this is what they want because it draws more money to those meaningless bowl games. Because Whoa. now Georgia playing Florida State is an eye grab for right. a game that really it means, means nothing. It means nothing. So, so I, I, I agree that these bowl games don't mean dick. Um, uh, although if Florida State wins and they do it convincingly against Georgia, because Georgia's really good, but say say just hypothetically, uh, Florida State wins by twenty and they're undefeated, maybe an AP voter wrote, votes them one, and you That's actually UCF that year. Yeah, like, but yeah, but Florida State is undefeated in the ACC. UCF was not. So I, I know, but I, remember I, they look, man, the SEC team in that bowl game. Remember, so, that's I'm I, just so disgusted about this entire thing. And I'm pissed off for my guys at Florida State. I'm fucking like Coach Atkins and Coach Norvell. Like my heart goes out to them because so much of college football is not determined on the field, and that is that's shitty. That's terrible, and it, it needs to stop. And look, I think 12 teams is perfect. I don't give a fuck about the 13th team fucking complaining or oh God forbid the 13th. Who gives a fuck about the 13th team? 12 teams is perfect. I hope they don't do bye weeks. I hope they play one in 12. It's more games. Um, and look, to think that a 12 seed can't beat a one seed is also ridiculous. Football is a grunt game where anything can literally happen, especially in college. So, I, so I, Matt, let me go back I, to this college football. Teams, actually, this, this shit is ridiculous. Okay, so we know for this year we would like to go six games. Okay, and by the way. I didn't say they played six games in COVID. I said they uh, passed the rule to have a six-game playoff. I said they just didn't do it. That was what they did. They ended up choosing the fucking fifth year or whatever, which Jermaine Johnson got. You fucks act like I don't fucking know what's going on here. Holy they, shit. They can amend anything they want to coach. Oh, they that's what I said. They passed the rule to play six during COVID. They could have did it today. The only problem with that though is now last year would have been like, well, shit, should you should have passed six six games last year? Or yeah, no, Everybody was going to be pissed that you should have hit that. Saying that they could do it. No, I just said they could do it because they got a twelve game playoff next year. Nobody's going to care about what happened the last year of this Final Four thing. So here's my take though, Matt. I just got to ask you a question before we move on. What does Matt do then? What do you do? You're the commissioner. Like, what team gets in then? I know you just want to go six and, and get Florida State in and Georgia, but what would you have done? Who 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 gets who kept who gets kept out then in Matt McChesney's world? Well, am I just taking a four or do I have six? Yeah, it's just four, your, I know we won six, well, but my, right my now four, if you're on that committee, you're on that committee. I mean, who who gets left out? I'm sorry to say this, and I know the SEC is going to go crazy, but I'm an earn it type, and I would take Michigan, Washington, fucking. Uh, Florida State. Uh, who? Florida State. Florida State. They would be the four. Okay. And then uh, Texas. And I'm sorry Alabama doesn't get in, but I I know that that's crazy, and it sounds crazy coming out of my mouth. I can't believe it. But, but <laughs> I understand that the hypothetical world of they would shit stomp Florida State, they probably would. But I, I don't live in that world. I live in the did you earn the right to go world. And that sucks that we that they don't live there because obviously it's the opinion world where college football lives. And that's cool. That's cool. Alabama's probably a better team than Florida State. Not probably. They are. But 
there's part of me inside that says if you earn the right to go as an undefeated fucking conference champion in the ACC at Florida State of all places, like they're not a blue blood program, it just they should go. And I don't know if there's a wrong answer, but I don't know if there's a right one either. Like this is just so it makes all the work they've done just fucking irrelevant. And all of a sudden, and also, this is the other thing. You can't, if we're talking about the best four, you can't tell me Georgia's not better than Washington. I, like, I just think Georgia's a top four team. I think Georgia's yeah, a top so four. like are we really putting the best four in or is no, like, we're not. Alabama, Alabama's a, a a product of circumstance, but then but but Florida State can't be a product of circumstance, but Alabama yeah. Like if I, I, you and I are on the committee, no consistency on how they pick teams. Everything's off of a whim. And you can't tell me if we're talking about the best four that Georgia's not one of the best four. So they, they are. The entire situation I, is fucked. But to your point, Florida State's not. Yeah, but, like I'm like I'm sorry. Like if I remove I, my emotions, like I don't think Florida State's a top fourteen without Jordan Travis. They deserve to be in. That's one. That's one conversation. They deserve. But if I remove my emotion and just really sit back, I'm like damn, is Florida State without their quarterback literally a top fourteen? I don't think they are. Unfortunately, I don't. Like Georgia is or, or Georgia, yeah, it's a good. I wouldn't have been mad. It sounds crazy. But, like, if Georgia would have somehow still snuck in and maybe Bama didn't, although, again, I know I'm I know I'm contradicting myself because I said, well, we face each other and I beat you. How can you – I get that. But the fact of the matter is Bama was, what, an eighth seed, I think, before going to this game? Yeah, they were eighth. Eight. eighth seed. They went from eighth. Yeah, but – Making the top like four. Normal eighth. And we've got a bunch of undefeated teams and one-loss teams. So I the, get it. we got a bunch it. of really good teams across football this year. Here, here, here's my thing. Real quick, like if it was, if it's just the four, um, and I'm against the grain here, if it's just the best four, and I'm on the committee and with Matt, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Florida State's undefeated and all that, um, you know, but I also, I look at this thing, and Matt, you know, you know, as I know, like football changes, and this is why I disagree with the committee that has the fucking Condoleezza Rice's of the world and these fucks on there, they don't understand that Alabama week one losing to Texas got fucking better 11 weeks into the season. They don't understand that that Alabama team is not week one's Alabama team. And if we really want to talk about recency bias, Texas lost to an Oklahoma team who lost to KU, who lost to Texas Tech, and we want to play this Auburn giving Alabama a close game game, then let's play the Texas game. They lost to fucking Oklahoma week eight. Much okay. more recent than they beat yeah, Alabama. I think Texas might be the best team in the country right now, bro. They are balling the fuck out. So, like, <laughs> They're that, balling look, out, but... look I, the best win in the, of the of the the year is Texas beating Alabama and Tuscaloosa hands down. Alabama has gotten so much better since that point, to your point. Um, I think all four of the teams in the playoffs are – they have one consistent trait, and that consistent trait is their offensive line has got some motherfucking dogs on it. And I, I'm also You're getting ready for the SEC, and he's doing it right. Well, yeah, and look, I'm also biased here a little bit because you know the, one of my guys from Florida State's Casey Roddick, and I obviously wanted to see him in the playoffs because then we would have you know Drake Nugent. Who did you see the stat for Drake? Three hundred and two pass block stamps, one pressure, no sacks. 
highest highest grade center in the fucking in college football for the Michigan Wolverines will be first team unanimous all American will win the Remington will scratch that motherfucking itch baby it's coming it's coming six oh so I was biased on you know Ro- Roger Rosengarden and Zach Henning are the right tackle over at Washington he's valid product one bunch of family guy out here in Denver and then you know Casey for Florida State so I was a little biased on wanting to see my guys in I'm not gonna lie uh, but at the same time all these teams are consistently great up front and they will hammer your ass. Although they're high flying, they also can go out and get super mean and physical in the trench. So I I just I'm so excited to watch these games because they are full of NFL talent. I think Michael Penix Jr. locked down the Heisman. Um and, and he should. That guy's a fucking baller. Um and and really it's gonna be Michigan. You know, I know they're excited about being number one, but they caught Alabama. So that is a that one's got me a little bit like I don't know what to think about that one. That one's I gotta really think about this Michigan fucking Alabama game. And I gotta be able to separate the fact that I, I'm pulling hard for Go Blue right now because that's Nick Saban and the motherfucking Crimson Crimson Tide. And they are they do not fuck around in these circumstances. So Michigan pulling Alabama is like, yay, fuck. Uh and then like right after that, I think the Texas Washington game has the potential to be one of the like best college football games you're gonna see. Like, yeah. So let me let me let me let me let try this. Points and plays and opportunistic defense that can pass pass rush, but will give up some plays too. Like, I think that could end up being a great fucking game. So let's dive into this matchups. Okay, so this is gonna talk about why, in my opinion. Except for Georgia. I, see, I, I'm on the other side of the thing. I know Florida State. We feel shitty for those kids. I, I feel shitty for Georgia's kids, which means you don't have enough teams in it or you're doing it wrong during the season with how you're scheduling this thing. So you can really pick a proper number four team. So here's my issue, though. Georgia has every gripe in the world that Florida State has, in my opinion, too, that they're not in. They haven't lost in three fucking years at the two-time defending champs. And TCU got in last year after losing to K-State in their conference title game. Yeah. And now different year. It's kind of hypocritical is all I'm saying. And well, how's it hypocritical? This year you've got a bunch of undefeated conference champions. It doesn't have anything to do with last year. Thank you. Well, you don't have a bunch, you got two. We've got that you got three. Michigan's undefeated. Well, I mean, those two are in though. Yeah, I know. I'm well, talking about the three. I'm talking about the three teams fighting for that one spot. So, well, like last year, you didn't have that problem. You had a bunch of two lost teams. Yeah, right. So, to my to my here's my point though on this one. Like, what are you gonna really look at as a fan? Number one, as the committee. Number two, which is bullshit committee, and then all the other coaches in the world. Like, do you want to go see? We knew Kyle McCord got put out when Texas won convincingly over Oklahoma State. I knew Ohio State was out. So Texas was was in the mix, of course. We knew that. After Washington won Friday, Washington we knew was in. They were the only team that was in. Michigan still had to beat Iowa. And then Florida State had to handle their business. Florida State, in the last two games, we know they won, and that's the name of the game. And, and I hate that narrative. I do hate the narrative. Trust me, as a coach. We fucking won. I don't care about how we won. But The common denominator in this playoff, I think Jalen Milrow is probably the worst quarterback in the tournament, and Texas probably has the best quarterback in the tournament, in my opinion, as far as playing right now. Now, I love Penix. I love Penix. 
But I think that Penix, four or five games in the stretch there in the Pac-12, Penix struggled mildly, threw under 200 yards. I kind of watched Quinn Ewers was hurt. He came back strong. He's looking good as anyone in the tournament. What Florida State don't have is a fucking quarterback, and that would be a hard watch for me. Like, that would be a hard watch for anybody that's paying big dollars, and we all know this is about money. I don't believe Ohio State deserved to get in because of their quarterback play, and I don't believe Florida State deserved to get in because of their quarterback play. Unfortunately, it's fucked up for those other kids that go to weights at 6 in the morning, that go to study hall, that do all the right things that, that Norville's asking. Look, we've all coached. We know what it, We know this. We get this. But the bottom line, brass tax dollar, is what the bottom line is. It's the brass tax dollar. And Florida State don't have a quarterback that's going to attract anyone to fucking Pasadena, California. Man, it's just I'm so disgusted that college football is at this point. Mm. Like, it's just we have to sit here and, and decipher, like, whether or not a team deserves to play because their quarterback got hurt. Like, it's just it's disgusting. It is, it is. Um, let's move on then. Last night, um, Smitty, well, I'm just gonna say, dog, fuck it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I got I to gotta go get the scan, but I'm going to just try to pop in there and act like I'm ignorant. Um, what happened? What? I got a doctor's appointment at 8 o'clock. I had to leave early, but I'm like, fuck, I can't leave. The show's going to be, it's too good. Um, what, what, what do you have to see for the doctor for? Uh, my, my right ball is too big. All right, so let's the, get into the, the AE attacks again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it sounds like your blood isn't as great as you thought it was, JB. No, 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 no. My blood works the best in the nation. My blood, my blood work. If I, if if it was the top four blood works in America, my team is in the playoff. <laughs> so I got best blood work. Keep going, JB. Keep going. <laughs> no, no. I, I've I've been having a full on workup for the last month, and I, this is the last part of it. So I'm getting yeah. a full. I'm getting a full fucking full body. I'm getting a full scan, dog. Uh, All right. Jordan Love outshined Patrick Mahomes. And you were super fucking pumped up about it. (laughs) Chiefs queendom, baby. You hate hate Patrick Mahomes. JB, I saw your tweet last night. I got to ask you straight up. Were you trying to just be a troll a little bit, or was there some serious behind it? You said Jordan Love is better than Patrick Mahomes. Ridiculous. I was trolling like a motherfucker on that one. And I, you know what's crazy? You know, I re- really, I'm just telling the truth all the time, right? Usually, I believe what I say. That one, I just was trolling because he was he was balling and Holmes was shitty. But that's the shit that goes viral. That shit has like a million views. A text on Twitter that I said Jordan loves better than Patrick Mahomes, and I just left it at that, just fucking around. And that shit blew up. I'm just like you, you guys on social media are fucking. You need you're thirsty. You need a life. You need a fucking life. Like, there's seriously. Some real, there's some real, real, real dumb motherfuckers. Hey, but I'll be honest. Last night, that motherfucker looked better. And, again, we saw, we saw, I saw a very, very, let's just talk real talk here. I, I saw a very, very disinterested Travis Kelsey. Like, as, as disinterested as I could see a superstar play a game. He's lovesick, dog. I don't know. Is it really lovesick? Is it? Is it? The shot? Is it the shot? I mean, what what is what is he doing? It's like it's like, it's like the great little Wayne says in Mona Lisa. Pussy got you out of character. Come on now. Come on now. He did say that. He did say that. Why, why, why I think Joe Flacco still playing A? B, why is Joe Flacco better than about 20 quarterbacks in the league? 
Man, you took a fucking 180 on that question. Yeah, I don't know how we got the Joe Flacco. I was like, what? I was like, I was like, hold on, did Joe Flacco come in from a home drive tonight? My point being is, my point being is, we anoint, we anoint these quarterbacks so much that we get a guy like Joe Flacco to pop in there, and he looks better than half the league. That's 40 years old. Sorry, I was just, I was thinking about the Chiefs. Um, yeah, man, Flacco is. No, oh, fuck that. No, we're talking Chiefs. I mean, I we're talking Chiefs, man. Yeah. Talk about the Chiefs. Where, where are you going here, dog? You're fucking – I'm going to turn this – I'm going to ram the car into a goddamn bridge apartment. Yeah, yeah, look, Kansas City's got some major problems offensively. I, I think maybe because they're focused on the wrong shit. I'm not really sure. You know, EB's not there anymore to keep people accountable. That's mm. one. Um, let's be real. Eric Bieniemy would roast this. Matt Nagy's probably a Swifty. So, like, let's be real. So, uh, I I just, I think that the celebrity part of being a football player is very ingrained in Kansas City this year where it hasn't been in the past. So, if they want to be pop stars and shit, then someone else will hoist the Lombardi. If they want to be football players and shit, I think they'll be pretty good. But as of right now, it seems to me like their priorities maybe aren't where they should be. Just my opinion, of course. I don't want to have the Army attack me. Actually, you know what? Come at me, son. I ain't scared of y'all. Um, but I, I like this. Like, you know, I know the Broncos dropped one, but, you know, they they played their balls off, and they didn't look great, but at least they tried. The, like, it wasn't a blowout. It wasn't the team we've been seeing last year. So, right. I think that uh, I think Kansas City. There's some blood in the water in the AFC. Everybody in the AFC. I don't think they're as scared of Kansas City as they have been. And at the same time, if they don't get home field, if they have to go on the road in the playoffs this year, I don't think the Kansas City makes Super Bowl. Which we've never seen. Yeah, they they are always they always host. So you know it, they've lost two AFC title games at home. Uh, I want to see if Kansas City can go do it on the road. You know, it's one of the precursors for greatness, in my opinion, as a quarterback that can go on the on the road and fucking just, you know, go all the way. Like, I've all seen it, more. you know, fucking Elway did it. Eli Manning did it. Like, it's been done. There's been plenty of guys that have gone on the road in the playoffs and won Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, it's just an, it'd be another notch in 15's belt. I mean, let's be real. I do not feel the same way Coach does. I think he's pretty special. Uh, Jordan Love is not better than Patrick Mahomes. There's no way you're going to get me to admit that crazy shit. Uh, now, is Mahomes having a, a rough year and they're not as good as they should be? I will give you that. But all the other shit is fucking cool. And my question to that, to, to that man, JB, is why? Why is he having a rough year this year? Let's think Like, let's think about what what's the situation at hand right now. The only weapon he has is Travis Kelsey. Teams know that. So they go into this, they go into this no. game, they focus, they put the focus is all on him. And now it was like Mahomes, okay, you gotta just be great. And what I mean by that is we're comparing this guy to the GOAT, Tom Brady. Let's be real. We've been comparing him to the greatest quarterback of all time. We've seen Tom Brady with 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 just being honest, I don't take no disrespect, very average receivers and still ball out, still make it to the big. I've seen Brady turn average cats to stars. Time and time again on that Patriots. Oh, why, why are we arguing about then? Why, why are we even discussing this? You're making my point, dog. No, I'm no, I'm not arguing with you. I'm with you. I'm I'm saying. I, I no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're, that's why the Whitlocks and everybody in the world are fucking finally starting to see what I've been saying. Take away Tyreek Hill and fucking now hitches that he goes eighty on, and guess what? You don't throw for five thousand yards all of a sudden, huh? What a fucking shock! What a shock! 
oh, we take away Travis Kelsey and start to actual double team him like Matt actually says, if he was the D coordinator, he would do just like any fucking buddy with a brain would do like I would do. Guess what happens? He's holding his dick in his hand because he has fucking Rashad Rice at the X, whoever the fuck that is. Yeah, that's so, that. All this is true, but let's not try and act like he's not great. I don't think he's great. I think he's a fucking phenomenal talent. That I no, I'm saying I'm being honest. I think he's a phenomenal talent. I agree with you there, but I just don't think he's like. But this way. He's not someone we haven't seen. And that is why I think we set these people up for failure, Matt. We, we put them on these pedestals so early in their career, and we saying we've never seen them before. Really? You've never seen John Elway or fucking Dan Marino then, you fucking 19-year-old TikToker. Because that's the difference, <laughs> homie. Matt, you know the difference, Matt. These fucks want to give us, who's experienced both generations in both worlds, a fucking true detailed description on how Patrick Mahomes is the best ever. I said, hey, have you ever seen Dan Marino throw a football? Oh, uh, no, I wasn't around. Oh, really, you ignorant fuck? Have you ever seen John Elway hurdle a motherfucker and throw at 70? Oh, uh, no, I wasn't living then. No shit. Now shut the fuck up because well, I was living. Okay, but I don't think that we've seen anything like Mahomes. I think he's very unique. Just like I think L.A. was extremely unique and Manning and even Tom Brady. And I think like guys like Randall Cunningham and everybody's got their thing. I mean, Mahomes does shit that I've never seen before. So I I disagree vehemently about this. I, Doug, I think he's, I I think he's generalized, generationally talented. I think he's the best player of his generation at the position he plays. Uh, he's going to be a first-team Hall of Famer, he's got multiple rings, multiple MVPs. Oh, like, he, I just the, the way that he manipulates the pocket, the way that he has the sidearm throws, he's kind of revolutionized the game. And pe people emulate him at a level that people emulated John and emulated Peyton, and the, that's the kind of player he is. So, I know you're Matt'll get up. Matt's gonna jump on my side right now. So make sure you clip it. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm not saying you're right either. I'm not right, so let's let's break I, this down. He's a great player. All right, I get it. Let's break this down. And I respect your opinion. It's it's a professional one. Oh, See, that's I, this, is a, this is a this is a debate. This is not an argument. It would be an argument with a fucking fanboy in the chat that has no reason. This is a debate. Now, I'm going to drop the mic on this debate real quick, though. There's the difference. Patrick Mahomes plays in an era you cannot touch the motherfucker in. And on top of that, he plays in an era where he bitches and cries and sucks his teeth at the referees after every single play. That's true. Hey, Big Smitty, who's this? That's true. That's Patrick Mahomes, y'all. Right, so hold on, though. He is, he hold on, is, though. Here's the mic drop. If you want to be considered the GOAT and the greatest, then wouldn't you want to play the game how it's supposed to be played and throw a touchdown by getting hit in the fucking face and then really deserving it instead of running out of bounds and not even fucking out of bounds yet and you get a 15-yard penalty by getting hit inbound and the first thing out of your mouth is cry baby, cry baby, you pussy motherfucker. Wait, so I'm so fucking tired of his bitch ass fucking cry baby ass. Every time that he gets touched, it's a fucking penalty. I'm 
never going to call somebody like that the greatest. Never in my fucking life can I call that guy the greatest. Because if I, I now listen though, Matt, before you, I know you want to go off on this. Here's my take though. If you want to be the greatest and you think you are big, big uh, Patrick Holmes, you should never say anything. Take that motherfucking hit and get up and do what you do. Because I would have more respect for you than Patrick Mahomes, and you may turn my thoughts around, but you're not because you want it easy. You want the easy way out. And here's the last part I got. I've never seen Patrick Mahomes one time, Matt, get a, get a wide receiver a contract. And don't tell me Tyreek Hill got a contract because of him. I've seen fucking Watson from the fucking Green Bay Packers get one. I've seen Valdez Scantling get one. You know how he got one? Because Aaron Rodgers. You know what Aaron Rodgers made? He fucking made white receivers into getting paid. Just like Tom Brady. Just like Tom Brady did. He got fucking Amdudola or whatever the fuck his name is. Amdudola. So what Mahomes got? Tell me one receiver Mahomes got a contract for. And you want to tell me he's the greatest. Who the fuck does he make better? Who does he make better? everyone bro kansas what? city was an inept franchise before he got there he he validated andy reed and got him rings Ooh. he validated everything about that franchise he's made everybody he works with from, on the offensive side of the ball hall of famers kelsey hill the list goes on um Kelsey's he makes, before Mahomes got there, neither one of them were. So Tariq Hill got a massive contract that they didn't want to give him in Kansas City because of his work with Mahomes. Travis Kelsey became the best receiving tight end of all time, arguably because of his work with Mahomes. Like I I I think he makes everybody better and he's elevated an entire city from a laughable bunch of losers that can't figure it out, always choking the playoffs to now. I mean, I don't know how many years in a row they've hosted the AFC title game, but it's a lot. So, you know, so where do you put Andy Reid at in all this? I think Andy Reid is an unbelievably good head coach that when he mixed, when you mix that greatness with the greatness of the quarterback, then it all worked just like, the Brady Belichick conversation. I think it's ridiculous to to say it was all Brady or Belichick. It was both of them together. That's how it works. So, see, I look at the other way, man. Walter Montana, like you know, Seaford and Young. Like it's just the if you've got to yeah. have a good Shanahan and Elway. Shanahan and Reeves didn't mix. Shanahan and Elway mixed. So, yeah. I, I just I think that like I think Patrick is special. I think that he he's generational generationally special. He elevates the fuck out of people. And look, some of these guys he's playing with this year, they can't take themselves to the level they need to play at in order to be special. You've got to be able to do it, too. Some of these guys, I think the Rice kid has potential. He's a rookie. Yeah. Um, Scott Badass Scantling couldn't catch a fucking cold in an ice storm. That guy couldn't catch the clap in a whorehouse. He couldn't hit sand if he fell off a motherfucking camel. I mean, this motherfucker has stone hands. Um, at the same time, though, I don't know if he could hit a sick whore off of a piss pot, as they say, stiffer than a wedding dick. I mean, when we talk about all of these different things that he doesn't do well, I mean, God damn, man, I'm quicker than a hiccup. This son of a bitch couldn't fucking, I mean, if he had white gloves, he'd try and buy a ketchup popsicle. It's just bad. So I, I really believe that, that 15 is special and he makes everybody better and everyone forgets 
how inept Kansas City was before he got there. I mean, well, I take it the other way. I think Travis Kelsey has made him. And if you look at the stat and the data, every time Travis Kelsey misses a game, Mahomes loses and is fucking horrible. Every time Kelsey plays, he does his thing. So I'm going to use the other way around because yeah, I think fine. It goes both ways. I, Matt, you and I both agree on one thing. Put Patrick Mahomes in Chicago. You ain't even fucking mentioning the guy. No. Next. Let's move on. I, I I don't know about all that, but at the same time, that's a hypothetical. And also, I don't like Matt being like, calm today. He's fucking with me. He's fucking look, with my. I'm not fucking with you. I just think it's kind of ridiculous. Like you're, you want me to agree with you that if Patrick Mahomes didn't run out of bounds, rather I want him to get hit by somebody going full speed to get a 15 yard penalty so he gets hurt. That's ridiculous. Like I don't. I don't like what what you're saying. Like, why doesn't he fucking sell out like the other guys did? I'm not. Who's saying he doesn't? Like, no, the, I didn't rules, say that. I didn't say the that. rules are catered to him being a pussy. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I didn't say that. I said that the penalty was in bounds. He didn't get. He didn't get hit late. No, but what I'm saying is like, I don't. I don't need my quarterback to show. No, I, I get that. You know, I, what I'm, I, I'm like, just saying when he does get touched any type of way, if he slides yeah, and gets touched, no, he cries, so. and then he tries to steal yards because he knows he's almost untouchable. But as you're 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 his coach, though, would you not tell him to play it out so you can get the flag? No, I'm not going to get him hit. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. If he, but as the coach, you're going to tell him not to play it out and flop if he has that advantage. Because he's one of the few guys in the NFL that actually can do that and get the flag. Hey, can we all hit the like button? 200 likes and we got 1,200 people in here. Are you fucking joking me? Can you guys hit the fucking like button? Make sure you follow Matt. Head on over there right after this show and check out his show. But before you head on to his show, hit the fucking like button or get the fuck out of here, you fucking freeloading fucks. So I got to let's move on. Derek Carr. Uh, (laughs) Derek Carr. Booed. Booed. Every time Taysom Hill came into the game, show that shit, Bailey. That motherfucker got booed every time he came in the game. Hey, shout out to uh, Kevin Glenn. He said he loves Matt on Whitlock. Said he was very eloquent. $20. Matt gets $1. Smitty gets a dollar. I'll get $18. Shout out to all you guys. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Shout out to you. You're a real one. Yeah, fucking a. Matt heard one dollar. He's like, "Yeah, thanks." Um, uh, all right, Derek Matt. Carr. I'm, again, what do I know? I've only been saying he's a fucking garbage ass quarterback for I don't know how long. But I'm the asshole. I'm the hater. I'm the everything. Blah 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 blah. Where are we at with Derek Carr, you guys? Uh, do you believe me yet, or is he still? Is he still? Is he still going to prove us wrong in Week Eleven? Uh, year 11. I'm never not going to be the year that he does it. I love hearing that shit. He's going to get it done, coach. He only has one more year to go. He's in fucking shut up. I mean, Derek, listen, he was, Derek was leading the comeback and he ended up getting fucking hurt and then famous, famous, famous came in and, and was throwing the ball all over the place in a negative way. So I don't know. Listen, Derek Carr, he is what he is. He's a middle of the pack quarterback. That's what he's going to be. He ain't ass. Same thing with Dak Prescott. Hey, dog. Shit is going to be the year. He's going to get over the hump. No, he's not. He's Uh, not going to get over the hump. Car car needs to just, they need to play Tyson Hill. This guy's fucking car is done, dude. He looks, 
looks like Tarzan, plays like you, Jane, and, and homeboy is just done. I mean, he I, I'm not saying he can't play. I'm saying it he should be a backup and and it's over. Like the, the train is has stopped at the station. The goddamn plane has crashed into the mountain. Like we got problems. And when the X Men is car white. Yeah, you white. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, I only talked white. shit about black quarterback. Mm-hmm. I forgot. My bad. Well, what what did I miss something? He is white. He's white. I know, but I'm racist, Matt, because I only talk about Lamar. I was was raised on white man can't jump, so, you know, goofy white motherfucker. That's all you got to say. But, but yeah, I mean, Carr needs to take a seat, homie. It's over. Like, just play Hill. The the winner of that division might be 8-9. I mean, the the NFC South is poo-poo. So, I mean, poo Poo. Poo. Poo-poo. That is. Um, Tank Dell, possible broken fibia, tibia, uh, tibia, I believe. Um, My kid, man, I shot, I hit him up last night. Unfortunately, it sucks. I don't know why he's in the run fit, man. Um, Because receivers have to block. That's why. Yeah, I know, but it's a fucking quarterback sneak on the goal line. I don't. Yeah, again, shit happens, but receivers have to block. You can't do that. We talk, like, we get these, so, like, Matt, you inter- interest me. You come on here and you go on the other side of Patrick Mahomes sliding and not getting hit, but then this guy's supposed to get in the run game. No, I'm just saying receivers block like it should happen. Get that off, Bailey. <laughs> yeah, I love them to block. I used to motherfuck them. They better block. But I never taught them to go in there with the fucking in the goddamn quarterback sneak box and get rolled up on by the O-line, D-line. That's their best player on offense, by the way. I don't know what happens now is more the question, the bigger question. I love Nico Collins. I actually picked him on my fantasy yesterday. He got me 40 points, so now Nico Whoa. Collins is the best receiver in the world. Who gives a shit about your fantasy football? Fuck you, skill-playing-ass nerdy motherfuckers. Are, the real, are you on fantasy? Fuck no. Schmitty? No, Schmitty, do you do fantasy? Because you're a lineman. Do you do fantasy? Yeah, look at him. Look at him. I'm going to get fantasy drafts and you shit. Bitch, dude. You fucking fantasy ass fucking goddamn nerds. All you fucking ner- nerds. Now, I will say this. It's for money. Hank Dell's a bad motherfucker. That kick is a straight play. But Houston, like, I got to get off after this, but make sure you go and watch Zero to 60. Um, you ain't going nowhere, motherfucker. You staying right here for another 30 minutes. You better stop talking to me like that. I'll slap through this motherfucker. I'll slap you so hard the motherfucking tears roll backwards. That's um, what I want. That's what I want. I know. That's, that's okay. Uh, it choked me a little bit. just not a lot. Um, <clears throat> what are we talking about? Sorry. Houston is Joe real. Flacco. <laughs> so Joe Flacco. But Houston's real. And look, Denver struggled with their pass rush. Will Anderson was all over. Garrett Bowles, they they were they they played well. Um, that was a playoff game atmosphere. CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud's a real one now. CJ Stroud's got it. That guy can lace that fucking rock. Um, and Collins Ball, they got some dude. When they really gel and figure this out, bro, it's gonna they're gonna be scary down there. That kid, CJ Stroud's got a really really bright future if they can keep him upright. Um, look, the Texans are real. Uh, and it's good to see. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's is that he's coaching his ass off, and they bought into the philosophy, and they got a quarterback. And I, I, Pierce is a hammer. That kid runs his balls off, and you know, Tunzel's a great left tackle. And they they had dudes. They rotate on defense. Did you see the pick? The second pick by Singletary. 
Dog, how he how he like wind with the with the with the ball and then attack the seam route and just one handed that motherfucker like that's some that was some primetime shit right there that was some like look at how good I am I'm toying with you Deion Sanders shit so I I think the Texans are a scary bunch dog I think that uh I think they could be the kind of team that kind of comes out of nowhere in the AFC South and they're the seventh seed right now so if you're the seventh seed you don't want to fucking see that group. Like, if you're the two seed in the AFC, in the AFC, it could be Jacksonville. You got a bunch of teams up there at eight and three, eight and four. So, you know, we'll see how the weekend plays out. But Kansas City losing that, you know, that opens up the door. So, you know, tonight you got Cincinnati and Jacksonville. If Jacksonville wins that game, maybe they're the one seed with Baltimore and fighting for that at the top. And you see Kansas City fall three or four. They're still going to win the West because the West isn't that deep. But at the same time, if they have to go on the road in the second, you know, third round, that's what you're looking for in the AFC. So, big game tonight with Jacksonville and Cincinnati going at it. You know, Cincinnati's far from done, although Burrow's hurt. They're, they're still playing hard. Uh, but I think this this could be a new blood type of year in the AFC, uh, especially with Houston playing the way they are and then Jacksonville playing the way, the way they are. A lot of young guys coming out of – the woodwork here to kind of challenge that the 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 crown that 15's wearing. Regardless don't forget, don't forget the, the the just just for clarity, the Colts is the seventh seed right now. Uh, the Texas is right behind them. They're both tied at seven and five, but I think we got we got the tiebreaker. So my Colts is yeah, seven I and look, five. I like the Colts too. I think, but again, of course, the fucking Colts fan on the show has got to throw that in there. Can you throw up the graphic, Bailey, of him wearing his fucking Colts glasses? Is he ever going to take them off, Coach? No, but by the way, do we admit that Gardner Minshew is the reason? No, yeah, the Gardner team Minshew is the reason. Gardner Minshew is doing what he's supposed to do. I appreciate yeah, it. Gardner team, Minshew though. is your starter next year. We not- got one of the best defense in the league. We got one of the best linebacker tandems with EJ Speed and Zaire Franklin. Uh, our, our running back room is deep with Zach Moss and Jonathan Terry. He'll be, he'll be back in two weeks. Can we put some respect on Michael Pittman Jr.? This guy doesn't get any fucking respect as a top receiver in the league. Big body guy, great hands. Walk off touchdown. Alec Pierce, young receiver from yeah, Cincinnati, is coming out in, in his own long, really strong The coach is making plays. Put some respect on our fucking name. Four game hey. winning streak. We are the scariest team. We are the scariest team in the NFL right now. Nobody wants to fucking see us, including the Chiefs, including the Texans, including D. Jones, shitty ass Jacksonville Jaguars, who's going to lose tonight against the fucking Burrowless Bengals. Yeah, I said the Burrowless Bengals. So put some respect on the coach right now. Why are you so mad at us, dog? I'm sorry, man. And I'm saying first, so many people don't. We don't get our flowers. We don't get our flowers, man. Nobody well, talks about the Colts. What? Why would we talk about the Colts? Because you talk about the Texas, and we're fucking above the Texas. We're both in the AFC South. We beat the Texas. We're both seven and five. That makes no. Man, that's, coach, that makes no sense. Coach, these D linemen are so sensitive, dog. Why is he so mad? Hey, man. I, I, you I, still I, can't I, block me, Matt. You I, still I, can't I, block me, Matt. Right now, I you can't know. block me. Line up today, Matt today, Nick Smitty today, one on one. Talk Dog, to me. I, I'm not some broke down old punk. I'm a bad motherfucker now. Hey, I'm I'm that same motherfucker, hey. Matt. Don't think, don't hey. let the smile and the heat. Are you challenging me right now? To I am home. challenging you right now, no, live on the show. One on one with me? Yes, I want that. When, when can we make this happen? As soon as pads, or are we in t-shirts? What are we doing here? We got Super Bowl Radio oh, Rose. We might have to do oh, it in a ring around the cozy. Fucking god, this is happening. You, I'm you dead ass serious. I got five plays left. 
I got five plays left. We make it happen. I'm scared that Matt's back will go out. I feel good. I'll do anything for a day, motherfucker. I fuck like a porn star, drink like a rock star, fuck Schmitty up like a goddamn hey, I want some con- I've been wanting this contact. I've been wanting Fuck, this. Smoke. I can't believe he actually just smoke. challenged me on. Yes. Okay. So may- where are we doing this? I don't so know. I got to set up something at Super Bowl Radio Row. Super Bowl Radio Row. You want to talk to me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want that smoke. I want that. I want that NFL smoke. Everybody say NFL was different level. I want to see that level. I want to know that level. We'll be the best out of three. That's how we'll do this since we're we're getting up there in age. It's many pads on. Pads on so I can run block. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it three. Just to make it, just so if if you want to, you gotta go play guard too, so I can get some free technique work, so I can show you how it's done after I whip that ass. Since I do both. You do both. I, mean, I don't do both, so I'm not oh, playing guard. We're gonna have to find somebody else so I can wear them out when I go play three technique too. All right, <clears throat> Maybe, I want Jimmy to be the fucking quarterback back there. Three well, second timer. The this motherfucker on earth. He'll stand there, pick his ass, and flick it at you. Hey, I might have to. We'll grab. We'll grab fucking uh, AQ Shipley. We'll grab all those guys that are gonna be on Pat's set. We'll bring them over. We'll set it up. And Clip this motherfucker. He just challenged me on the show on Radio Row. Dog, I'm going to work like I'm Rocky, homie. You better get in the gym, son. I'm training now. You fuck yeah. up. All I I'm do is train. Now. All I do is train every day. I'm in here with motherfucking every day. Oh, it's on now, motherfucker. I gotta go. I'm going straight to the weight room right now. I'm gonna fuck your ass up. It's on, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. I like I'm this. Flashback, y'all. Party. This is exactly what I wake up for every day. I'm having flashbacks, y'all. Do this again. I never think I'll be able to fucking split somebody's motherfucking head to the white meat. I can't wait. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so moving on amicably, we have the um, Charleston Mike. <laughs> oh. We're going to see if it goes down. We're going to get it cracking. Uh, we're going to clip this one. Woo, we're going to do this. Um, all right. Um, all right, real quick, Jimmy, are you going to your doctor's appointment or are you saying fuck it? What you about to do? Fuck it. You for real? <laughs> yeah, I just had to finagle my way in there. Uh, next up, Charleston White on Cam Newton's podcast, Calling It Like It Is. Let's take a listen to what Charleston White had to say about Calling it like it is. Like I, I think everything that you're saying has some truth to it. It's just the the delivery. You oh. standing. There's no denying that you're standing for and by your people. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when you're addressing evil, you can't worry about the delivery. When you're looking at the conditions of our community, you can't worry about the evil. When you got kids, they kill kids and say we smoking on Tuca. See, they wasn't worried about the delivery when these kids in Chicago were talking about smoking on Tuca. Mm-hmm. They weren't worried about the delivery. I ain't got no manners for no slut. I'm going to put my thumb in her butt. The delivery? I like girls kissing girls where I'm from. And that's on the radio. Girls on girls. That's, they, that's promoting lesbianism to my daughter as we driving to school. This song they playing with Drake. Y'all worried about the delivery? These niggas talking about killing each other. And they really, that nigga thug said, nigga, I shot at your mama. You don't mention me no more. He really shot that nigga mama. And y'all worried about my delivery? These niggas are confessing to murders on songs. 
And y'all worried about my delivery? The conditions of black sucking them, talking about booty hole? Y'all worried about my delivery? Come on, don't be hypocrites, black people. Where you at with this? Mm. That particular clip, I mean, he, he's not lying. Like he, he's being, he's being real. Like we, we do pick at you. We, we do protect certain, uh, like entertainers or artists or whatever the case may be, because we're fans of them, and we like will find some excuse for them of why, why they're saying what they say or doing what they do. But then a lot of people they don't like Charleston White, yeah, because of his delivery, amongst some other things as well. Uh, but because you don't, we don't, you don't like somebody. You're gonna like not not give credit to whatever they say. You're gonna find some excuse or reason to discredit whatever they're saying. But that particular clip right there, what he's saying is absolutely right. Like, don't talk about my delivery when I'm telling, when I'm speaking my truth. But you don't care about the delivery in a, in another route or another art form. You know what I'm saying? The problem with Charles, my only problem I ever had with Charleston White because I think he's, I think one of these funny too. I do. I I think he does say a, a lot of stuff that is true. Uh, my only problem with him, and he hasn't done it in a while, he would like promote snitching. And again, growing up where I grew up, I'm not no, I'm not no thug. I'm not, I never game bound. I know that, but there are certain rules and stuff in our community that you just don't be doing it. He would just literally would be on the phone with the cops. And, uh, and yeah, I think that was his catch to fame, though. Sure, but that was my only like issue with him. That part, outside of that, man, like. He do he be keeping it real on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Is his delivery a little raw and uncut? Sure. But like he just said, we we let the raw and uncut stuff go when it comes to music, movies, and everything else. Yeah, here, here, here is uh here is Charleston on Coach Sanders, Dion, primetime Sanders. Come on now. So that's why action don't speak louder than words to black people. Because if you go to look in the action, you look at Dion can't keep a marriage. He's been divorced how many times? This is how many wives he done had, three or four. So we are following a man who can't how many times? That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Known for sleeping with multiple women throughout his life. Whoremonging man. Maybe that's why God took his toe. <laughs> Turf toe motherfucker. Okay. So I'm, that's all I'm saying. So this is a man who done abused multiple women. Pilar has so much to say about it. Go get the divorce papers. Abusive. At, come on, they had, come on now. We're paying attention because I lived in Dallas at the time, so we're big talking Dallas. And we ain't gonna talk about when he was in Atlanta fronting the dope niggas down here when he was playing for the Atlanta Falcons. All that's documentation. All that's documentation. Speculation. Okay, well, we'll say speculation, but there's no speculations on Charleston White. It's just what he says. It's just conversation. So when you look at Charleston White, you see he's a father. I mean, I can't deny. I don't know anything about none of that shit, so I can't deny, or agree, nothing. I mean, if that's if that's if it's documentation, then it's down. It's written down. My only my only knock against that is we all got skeletons. We all done shit. We all do shit. So my only thing with Charles and White, he goes out here and talks like his shit don't stink. He goes out here and talk like you out here sleeping with all these women, hogging around, doing all that. Charleston, what, what are you, what are you doing? Have you been no, your I, whole entire I, life? Have you slept around other people? I don't know Charles that's White. my only thing, JB. People want well, to go out and point out certain I gotta, people. I, gotta, like, gotta, I don't believe doing? that's true, though. I don't think I've never heard Charleston White from anything I've known. I don't I don't follow the guy. I don't know anything about him really besides the clips I see and, right. and his, his his latest claim to fame over the last whatever year. Right. Um, 
to me says what he does. I don't see him saying anything that, like you said, I don't, he says what he does. I'll snitch. I got strapped. Like, come on in the house. T.I., T.I. son. All that shit to me is who he says he is. I don't see him saying I'm not this guy and then go do this. I think he's more, not like me, but I think he's on the side of he's consistent with what he says. Here's the thing I got to say, though, and I'm not defending this dude because I don't know him, but I do want to point out something. What's that dude, Tate? What were those, Tate brothers? Yeah, the, 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 okay. Uh, yep. They blew up. They yep. go, they, they blow up because everybody goes on this Tate guy side that he's the truth teller and he's this guy. And then on the other side, they're saying he's a domestic violator and he's done this to women. And he's a trafficker and all this different shit. Well, which one is it? Is he a truth teller or is he this guy? Well, well this is the same true. thing. And then the black guy that died, what's his name? The black guy that was going big oh, for a while. Um, yeah, he's another guy. I need to talk about, yeah, yeah. He, he comes out and goes on and make, he's the next new guy that's telling women straight up, you you know, you lie or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was another truth teller guy. He died, ironically. I don't know why. Was, Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels, yeah, thank you. So, so that's what I'm saying, though. Like, they pick and choose who they who's the truth teller and then who's a who's a who's a who's a what are they a sellout Uncle Tom or they pick and choose dog who's who's could be good and who could be bad. I'm like dog, let's keep it real now. This motherfucker doing the same shit that these other motherfuckers is doing. And yeah. what side of the house is he on? What is the true difference between like Whitlock? Whitlock this Whitlock's loved by his half, hate by half, right? Same thing here, in my opinion. I mean, you got a brother who kind of talks about brother. Now, they can say, well, actually, it's the truth, and we don't want to see it that way. But it's like, is there a difference? Like, I'm just saying that it's it's weird and ironic, and it's perception is reality, and that's the bottom the perception line. Perception is reality, I think. And I think, yeah, something just because somebody says some truth don't mean everything you say is the truth. And just because somebody says some lies and some bullshit don't mean everything they say is lies and bullshit. So we can pull stuff like that where I'll, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I actually agree with what he said. But it's also things he, he said, I'm like, hey, man, that, come on, bro. That's disrespectful. That's not, that's not the truth, or that's not how you do it, or that's, or that's it. So that's, I think as human beings, JB, we are our own biggest hypocrites. Like I'm a Christian man. I love God. I say that. I, I put I, every morning. You gotta follow me on Twitter for probably damn near like nine years almost. Every day I wake up in the morning, I say a prayer and I put it on Twitter. I put God is great. That's what I do. But am I just the most? Am I just? Do I go to church every Sunday? Bible study every Wednesday? Do do I not curse? Do I not ever do anything bad or sin or or immoral in my life? No, I'd be lying if I said that. I'm not perfect at all. I do. I make mistakes. All, now all I saw. Time. I saw. I don't know if you watched. Did you watch the whole clip with, with Cam Newton? I didn't watch the entire interview. No, not yet. So he 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 he's also on there talking about I hit bitches and I I control my bitch and whoopty whoopty whoop right. and. Like, if you're hitting a bitch, tell me. Like, this here's the thing. I don't fuck with Charles, so I don't know nothing about the guy. I, I, but we also have a bunch of fucking NFL heroes that y'all in this chat look up to, like Tyreek Hill, that's hit a bitch, too. Stop playing. Kareem Hunt, what do he do? It's on camera, dog. I saw him draw back and sock a bitch like a grown-ass man. So let's just keep it real on who y'all follow and look up to and who y'all don't look up to because of the same act. They did the same act, Tommy. They all hit a female. So... But can you let me ask you this though? Because you're right. You you are right. 
But can they you, all pussy to me. Can, no, for 100%. Ain't no, and again, I'm not about to defend. I don't, you know, I don't fuck with none of that. I got a little sister myself. I don't fuck with no, putting your hands on women is a, a no-no. I'm saying, I think is these guys are professional athletes, maybe playing on your favorite team. So you like for you like what they do for your team. You don't like them personally. As soon as they're done playing, you don't give two fucks about them. As soon as they get traded, you don't give a hell, a hell about them. Like that's, that's why it's called fanatics, fans. Your fans are what they're providing to your team. Charleston White is, ain't no athlete. He ain't no actor. He ain't no pastor. He ain't no like he he's 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 just a he's just a regular guy like you and I going out here with an opinion. His opinion is controversial because the way he says it and how he says it. So people either love him or they hate him, and that's what it is. But like he he's not providing a like like a service, so so to speak. Like, like these professional. If, if Tyreek Hill wasn't fast as fuck and couldn't play in the NFL. Nobody, they but what my point is, he ain't nobody to me, and either is Drewski or whatever that fat dude is. I don't know him, he ain't no fucking buddy to me, he ain't nobody to nobody. But y'all followed this motherfucker and gave him a million followers overnight, and now he's on commercial. He is just a regular. Social media, dude. But like, I'm not gonna hate on nobody though. Too like, Juicy gets it. Like, you know, he grew his way up. Like, he's funny as shit. He's funny as shit. I hate on anyone. I'm just saying they're all the same to me. They don't do anything for anybody. Of of course, like, I'm not saying like fanboy out on anybody. I'm saying like it's a difference between like a a Drewski or Desi Banks. Like some of these Instagram fans, people they use their platform, build that shit up over time. Because they had a certain skill set that people liked, and they built their shit up and took off. It's the same thing we're trying to do with our show. Build this shit up to where it, yeah, to where I'm it not, takes I'm not off. About that. What I'm saying is it's the same thing. Like, you just mentioned that this guy's not an athlete. He's, not a, he's just a guy that goes on and gets clicks. Gotcha. Same shit with Drisky. He ain't no fucking athlete. He ain't nobody helping nobody out. He don't, he's just doing his thing. He's I'm a not comedian, saying though. he's a bad person. I'm not saying that he, I'm not hating on him to hopefully fail. I don't give a let them all eat. There's enough money out there. What I'm saying is, they're all the same to me. I don't give a fuck about any of them. They're like, they don't care about us either, Smitty. Like, that's yeah. what people don't get. Like, it is what it is. I don't hate on nobody. I just, I'm just saying that to me, they're exactly all the same. One may talk about some crazy extreme shit. One may do funny, crazy, funny, weird shit, but they're all the same to me. And they might blow up the same, but to me, they don't really affect me. I and, that, and that's fair. That's fine. I guess the difference is when you're comparing, like, like Charleston White. If somebody asks me, like, like what, what does he do? Like, like what is he? I, I really don't know. Like, I, I don't even know what's even define him. Like, he, he's not a like an author. He's not a comedian. Is he funny? Yeah, he's not a comedian though. He does like he just like he's he just same. goes he, on IG live and he, says he crazy like, shit. Content creator. That's what it is to me. He he even, I mean. Yeah, but he's not. I mean, I, I ten, technically speaking, if you grab your phone and press record, you're technically creating content. But when I think about content creator, I'm thinking about the like creativity, like like just using Drewski as the example since we brought him up. He he's he's making and editing fucking full blown skits, and he's doing stand up comedies around tour. And he's like, so like he he's a comedian, like that's what his actual title is. He uses social media as an avenue to grow that. Is he Charles, an activist? Charles is he an White activist? is like, I don't know what he is. Like, I don't. Is he, he an activist? Is he a? Is he a scam artist? I mean, he's something. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I, I don't know how to define. But also, him. though, we I've been around these type of cats my whole life. Though people act like it's brand new. You're just seeing it on camera now. Yeah, I've been around these cats my whole fucking life. It ain't. 
I don't see no, this ain't no shocker to me. See, the thing is, that all these motherfuckers are shocked. These young kids on TikTok, they're shocked because they act like they've never, because they, they haven't seen it before. That's just like they haven't seen fucking John Elway before. So right. guess what? By default, they only anoint the GOAT to be the guy they see. Now, right. Patrick Mahomes, the best I've ever seen, because that's the only motherfucker you've ever seen. See, that's the crazy part about it. I've seen these motherfuckers before. We just didn't have phones. Right. So, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to me. I, you know, it's a different, it's a different, uh, it's a different perspective, I guess is what I'll say, but yeah. I don't know. I just think it's a, uh, it's a, it is what it is. They don't affect me. And I don't know you know, we don't, we don't really give them, we don't pay them too much homage, I guess. Um, Cause I don't really care about them. Um, Patriots turn to zappy big Smitty. They turn to Roger and zappy at quarterback. Um, Zero points. Zero points. So clearly we can now say, okay, it's something bigger. Can we please say it's something bigger? I mean, God damn. Bigger as in Belichick? <laughs> like, yeah. how many times I got to say this shit? Like, this guy is washed. He's done. He had a, he had a hell of a run with the GOAT. He, he, helped, he helped him out for sure. Have top 10 defenses, I think, every single time they won the Super Bowl. Got to credit that to Bill Belichick. He's one of the greatest defensive minds of all time. I think he's a very average to below average GM as an overall head coach. I, I mean, he, he's good. I'm not going to discredit that, but is he the greatest of all time? I don't know. That's that, that's for you to decide. I don't think he is. But regardless if he if he is or he was or not, he's washed now. Times have changed. He's not connecting with the players. He's not developing quarterbacks, whether it's Mac Jones, Zappy, Coach JB, or me. I don't care who's back there. They're not developing with him. And if he stays as their head coach next year and they have a top pick because they will because they're shitty this year, I just hope, man, like for, for Drake May's sake or whoever went Penix, whoever they decide to draft, man, I just – you better hope and pray that he ain't there for the long haul because right now if you go to the New England as a quarterback, you will not get better. That's just what it is. Mac Jones got worse. He was not this bad when he first got drafted. He's lost all confidence. You, you're starting them, you're benching them, you're taking them out, you put them in. Like that's not how you, that's not how you do quarterback. I'm sorry, develop this guy. You drafted him. Don't take away all his confidence. Zappy, who is Zappy? Zappy had a couple little little moments where he where he he played well, and now we want to like promote him to the to the guy. Pick and pick who you want and stick him with, with them throughout. You know what I'm saying? I, I I give you one change. If you want to make one change middle of the year, okay, cool. But then stick with that. This motherfucker is playing like hopscotch. He's going back. Zappy Jones. Jones, Zappy, Zappy, Jones. Like Bill, maybe you need to be the one that needs to make a switch out and a substitution. Because at the end of the day, the common denominator is you. And that is the issue right now. I don't care what I don't Smitty care about left. history. Come on, none of that. Look around. Smitty got the mirror. He he looking in the same mirror we just talked about. God, Smitty. God. We what? just talked about this. What? Smitty's doing exactly what we just talked about to start the show. Anointing cats and recency bias talking about what's recent, most recent, and most recent, this guy's struggling. And we forgot all the shit he's done that's been great. And it's crazy to me. It's fucking Oh, news, JB. Has we don't been. know what's happening in that place. We don't know what's happening in that locker room. We don't know what's happening anywhere. But we forgot about his six fucking championships just real like that, huh? 
It's funny. It's funny. So we make excuses right now and say we don't know what's going on in the locker room when they're losing. But when they're winning, we give all the praise and credit to Bill Belichick. We don't know what the fuck was going on in the locker room when they were winning, if that's the case. I'm really got all the credit, bro. He, I don't see I – don't, I, don't, I don't ever see you talking about Bill Belichick shutting the Rams down to seven points. I don't see you talking about shutting down the goddamn uh, – the teams that he beat in the Super Bowl when the, when the offense struggled. I don't see any of that. Because players gotta play, and even if the offense struggles, it's about game. It's about it's about moments, JB. It's about no, no, no. It's about moments. And Tom Brady might may have not played great the entire what game, but when there's two minutes the left, and you need a drive to win the fucking game, Brady would do that. You, 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 you're talking like this team is a fucking the the Chargers. <laughs> this guy, this guy's won fucking. He was at every other Super Bowl for the whole decade, bro. Like, what are we talking about here? Let's pump our brakes. We're now throwing a dude that this is this legendary under the fucking bus. <laughs> you think Tony Dungy's probably better too? <laughs> All I'm saying is this, JB. As soon as a as a as they a see. one player, as soon as one player leaves, you should not be this bad. That's all I'm gonna say, JB. And I got a question now: Is Belichick a better coach than Mike Tomlin? I don't know for real. I don't know that. Went to the playoffs after he left. Stop it! You act like this just happened overnight. Tom Brady left, and this motherfucker went one and fifteen. He went ten and six the first year and got blown out in the fucking wild card game. He got blown out in a wild card game, and and that and he ain't been back since. He ain't been back since, okay. baby. Stop okay, giving this motherfucker you. a pass because you love what he used to do. He's All not right, the same no more. He's so not let me the ask same. This. So let me ask you this. Where are you at when the Lakers had a 10-year stretch of garbageness? The last 10 years, basically, before the portal, I mean, before the COVID, they were fucking atrocious. This is one of the best franchises of all time. So for 10, we- 10 years, they were yeah. bad, bad organization. Yeah. What's the difference? What do you... I don't understand the so, question. So, so, so. My point is, my point is, the motherfuckers won a title. They went back to the thing. They won another one after being down. And then guess what they did? Guess what they did? Then they went to a conference final last year. How many close. coaches did They're the Lakers the have during that 10 years? So why is this guy not, not getting that same pass? You're comparing a one coach to an entire franchise. I don't understand the comparison the right there. Franchise is How the many best coaches did the Lakers go through during that what? decade? No, the New England franchise is the best franchise in the NFL over the last 20 years. What do you mean? Because of Tom Brady and a little bit because of Belichick. So Kobe Bryant left and what happened? (laughs) You see what happened. What do you mean? They they won a title. Not immediately after after the shit happened. They went through a little. What do you mean? Point. They made moves. They made moves, JB. You know I'm saying they got a new head coach. They got a couple new head coaches, actually. They got new players. They changed everything. What are you talking about? So, yes, if the Patriots change everything, if the Patriots go out there and go get Joe Burrow, they go out there and get motherfucking Christian McCaffrey, they, they replace Bill Ch- Belichick with an offensive mind like Kyle Shanahan, and they go out here and get, get a Debo Samuel okay, out so there. Well, yeah, so the Patriots we might so be different. Like, I, what if it happens? Why are we so bad on Bill? Why are you hating so much on one person? I don't hate. So JB's a hater, but Smitty's gets a pass. <laughs> hey, call me a hater. I'm cool with that. Call me a hater. I'm just spitting facts, though. Like JB say, we tell facts, and we are trying to put a cushion down because we love Bill so much. Bill was so great to us. Oh my God, he was. Well, you said last Super Bowl week. rings. Well, shit changes, JB. I can't remember the last time the Patriots won a ring. 
Shit changes, JB. You also said fact. Georgia's going to be Bama. This is real. This is real. It's not real. You're real doesn't mean it's factual. Just so we're clear. You keeping it real doesn't mean it's real and actual happening. Because Bama won. So it wasn't real. Well, you know you know what is real, JB? 2-10 record. Last place in the AFC East. That's what's real. <laughs> that's what's real. That's, that's what's a fact. And don't say we ain't got no quarterback. The Steelers ain't got no fucking quarterback. They're seven and five. I know so many teams who ain't got quarterbacks, and they still out here rolling. Now, this is real. This is something that is real. This is real dominance. This is a real pain. He slapped me up, gave me the smell of salt. This is a real beast. You should have put the fucking sound on so I can hear my people chanting me on right now. Not even close to being low enough. We've already gone through this. He turned it uh, off. He turned it off so quick. JB's a hater. He's a hater. He turned it off because he didn't want to see that flex at the it end. Wouldn't, it wouldn't even count. Boy. It wouldn't even count if I'm coaching you. <laughs> um, well, nobody on team fucking with me. How about that? I got a real video that you need to see. That's it. That's all that needed to happen. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, moving on amicably, Houston hires my good friend Willie Fritz. Got to reach out to him, talk to him. Uh, I think it's a great hire. They're in the Big 12. I think he deserves it. He deserves his shot at a big-time Power 5. I think it's a great hire. I know everyone's knocked him. He's a little getting up there in age. But guess what? The cat relates. He's a Pete Carroll college football right now. He relates to everybody. They relate to him. He's going to totally change that culture. He understands the landscape. You win at Tulane, you can win in Houston. Uh, it's probably a, you know, what is it? Three-hour drive at most. Um, it's right there in the same southern hemisphere of recruiting. The recruiting base doesn't really change too much. What does change is the academic rigor of Houston versus Tulane, and now he can go get some dogs, mm -hmm. and he can go kill Houston. And if I was Sark and the A&M new coach, I'd be worried. Mm, really? I would. I'd be worried. He knows how to do it. Not that he's going to come in with this swagged-out drip. No, he's going to be the most professional dude there is in the building, and he's going to tell you how to succeed in this business. I think he's gonna make. I think he's gonna dominate it, kill it, and he's gonna be in the mix of a playoff here within two to three years. That's a hey, that's a bold statement right there. That's a bold statement, but hey, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, this guy is this guy is a legendary coach. Houston's a great a great uh, market, like we've talked about before. I think it was a hell of a hire, and um, hey, with this NIL era too, a lot of money out there in that area. I feel like he, he could do some big things. We'll see. Time will tell. Obviously, I always say that, but um, man, I won't be won't be surprised. Good looking out, JB. Washington, Alabama, asking you all here for five sixty five off a twenty dollar bet. Okay, Steven. It's all because, because, because I got the bet, dog. I know what I'm talking about. Smitty, waffle. Smitty I know waffle. what I'm talking about. Um, 
You do be Aaron, right. You do be right about your picks a lot of time. I will give you Aaron that. Rich, are you in here with your goddamn Green Bay fucking victory? You should have called in, but you didn't. Uh, you better got the commercial done at least. TikTok. We've had like two, three hundred people on TikTok the whole time. I gotta take a piss. We gotta take a break. We got, man, we got a lot to talk about. LeBron and Udoka. Mike Norvell's message to the committee. Colorado's Nick Williams, D-line coach, has left. Mm. Dion's wife has left, or fiance's left. Uh, Kyle McCord transfers to, uh, from Ohio State. Mike Tomlin on the hot seat. Will Arch Manning be the next Ohio State quarterback? Deontay Johnson dancing while losing. Robert Sala starting his fourth quarterback. We got a lot to break down, plus some hell yeah, hell no, some white people shit, some black people shit. We got it all. Pound the like button. 300 likes. That's all we got? 1,200 people in here the whole time? Wow. 300 likes? Are you shitting me? They don't love us, JB. They don't love us. They don't rock with us. Free game watching us free. Fuck, get to talk shit. Fuck that. Can't even get new members. We should have like 20 new members right now. We should have like 20 super chats right now. You guys should go to CoachABStore.com and buy a bunch of merch. You don't do any of that shit, but you just want free shit. It's Christmas. I'm broke. I got to pay Kansas taxes, IRS. I got to go. I got bunch of shit wrong with the truck. I got to go to Vegas. I lost two, three hundred at Vegas the other day. Big Everybody in chat told me they were going to go to my clothing brand, buy some gear. Then nobody buy no gear. Everybody lied to me. I'm trying to get an area rug so my sound in my other room is right. So I'm in another room trying to get everything set up properly. I can't, I can't afford that. I just paid rent fucking uh, two days ago on the first. We got three super chats the whole entire show. We ain't got no new members in the fucking two weeks. It's the end of the year. I can't buy no Christmas gifts. We can't. We try and get a studio, JB. We wake up every single morning bright and early, put together a full-blown rundown to get prepared for y'all. And y'all treat us like this. Bobby Beauty, I was blocked as a member. Well, come back, Bobby. Fuck. Uh, I block everybody. I don't give a fuck. I still want money. So I need more members. I block you. I'm going to block your motherfucking ass. So we need more. Come on, Oops. You ain't broke, dog. You got money, John. I know you got That's money, John. That's got the big body. I can tell by your braids, you got money. The way your hair braided, bro. You got I don't money. want a dollar from any one of you guys, man. I just want you to hit the fucking like button, man. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Ryan, much love to you. You don't have to do that. I know, you know, you're white, though. He white. He got money. See, Ryan a real one, though. He, you know, he's a real one. That's like brothers eating fried chicken and watermelon. White boy supposed to be got money. Motherfucker, please. I didn't get white privilege. I ain't got no money, motherfucker. Shit. This show is the number one racist show on planet Earth. Pound the like, subscribe, become a member. Um, We'll be back in about four minutes. I got to give me some coffee. Take us away. Or come out and say it's not as serious as maybe we thought, but then that could be fluff too. What, what do you yeah. think? So, uh, <laughs> Aaron Jones has had more MCL injuries than I can even think of. He's had at least six MCL injuries. Um, and they're almost all to the right side, I want to say. Um, but the MCL is the, is the ligament that runs north and south on the inside of the knee. Usually, getting tackled, you get tackled on the outside and the inside buckles, which is usually why it happens. Um, the, M the MCL does attach to the meniscus deep um, and is a protector of the ACL. So sometimes if the MCL goes out, the ACL will come along for the ride. And, and if the meniscus is involved with it, that can be what we call the unhappy triad. Um, this is at the minimum an MCL. Um, I don't know if it's ACL. He had enough you know, of, of, the, of the angle. It was possible. 
I couldn't get zoomed in enough to see if, his, if, his, if, his, if the bone shifted, which is usually what happens. But if they said, hey, it's not as bad as we thought, that may be a good sign. Uh, Jones has done this, obviously, so many times. He knew it was serious enough to be distraught over it. Is he out this week? Of course. Um, but is he out a long time? I, I don't know. I would say probably minimum two weeks up to a month uh, is, is probably realistic. Remember, he's coming off that hamstring as well or, you know, re-injury to the original hamstring. A.J. Dillon has groin. Um, so, they, they, you know, they're both banged up. They just signed uh, James Robinson and somebody else. So, you know, that tells you kind of a little bit. Uh, and they got a short week. Collins, real quick, you know, a guy that was up for the Heisman um, might have ruined Florida State's chances at a at a at a playoff. How bad was it? How significant is it? Not only is his Florida State career over, is this guy's career over, or or is it is it a possibility? Ooh, look back. So, um, th- this is one of two injuries, likely. I mean, it could be a couple of weird things that could have happened, but this is either an ankle dislocation or an ankle fracture dislocation. Um, I will give you two examples. The one that is probably easiest to remember is Dak Prescott. Ooh. And the second one is Trey Lance. And they both happen to be quarterbacks. But the, the, if you saw that the foot, the way the foot was facing and he wasn't, you know, um, you, yeah, usually that means it's dislocated. And usually it takes a fracture to do that, which not always, but usually. Um, if it was just dislocated, and which is, unlikely but possible you're looking at about eight weeks which isn't bad if it's fractured and dislocated you're looking at six to eight months Ooh. big difference big difference. was there but, a possible compound fracture there or no i mean it's possible it's unlikely he could have had what we call a bimalleolar or trimalleolar which basically means you break multiple bones in the ankle usually the fibula, the small one on the outside, you can break the medial malleolus, which is that one on the inside, the end of the, the tibia, and you can break, you know, some of the other little bones in there. Um, usually it doesn't do that. He will have arthritis at some point in his life because of this. It's inevitable, unfortunately. Um, it depends on the severity of the ligaments here. That's the, the, the bones are going to heal. I'm not really worried about them. It's the ligaments that really cause the, the frustration. And, and, and that's usually the problem with these um, is, and that's why you saw Dak not really be able to run for a couple of years. Like, and he could throw fine, but he just didn't have the mobility. If you just trend it, I figured this was about the year that he would have that increase in mobility. You know, is that why Trey Lance never made it? Is it because it messes with the footwork? It messes with his, 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 his mobility. This man, just throughout your career, you know, people always say the safety is like the quarterback of the defense. I got to ask you, who was the toughest quarterback that you face week to week, you know what I'm saying? In terms of just like, all right, or each year, I know when I play against this guy, I got to be like 125% locked in because it's going to be a mental battle between myself and this quarterback. Who you say that guy is? Yeah, so, so yeah, uh, Peyton, Peyton was, was uh, the funnest, the most challenging and made defenses evolve, right? Like I came in, we beat them in the playoffs 07, 08, uh, before they ended up winning their Super Bowl. And we had to change the way we played defensively to counter uh, the audibles and the check remise and the no huddles that he did. So we would go in the huddle with two calls. We would go into reload the blitz from a strong side to the weak side. 
Uh, and you're only able to do that with a veteran team that and a smart team. I was that first. <laughs> nope, same time, same time. I, I knocked out 50 push-ups. That's why I'm breathing so hard right now. Like, whoo, shit, 50, 50 quick ones. Doubt it. Um, <laughs> whoo, doubt it. <laughs> no reason to lie. <laughs> Come on now. We got it's already 8 11. Weddle's gonna be coming on whenever he can. Let's get into LeBron and Udoka. Transition to some hoop. You know about this? So he called him a bitch. I like you, Doka, now. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. As long as he didn't hit no women. I don't think he hit no women. I think he was just fucking a bunch of bitches, right? That's what I think he was doing. <laughs> Nia Long. He cheated on Nia Long, which is crazy. But yeah, he, I, mean, I can get to that kind of shit. Matt Barnes was telling me a little bit. I know when we saw him that day, because he knows a little bit. I got to put his business out there. But I know there was deeper shit to it. Um, so... Called him a bitch, said he's and then he said stop bitching. So that, I don't know if he said that's bitch. what I that's what I saw. I saw the idea. He told them because it was a play before where he got fouled or something, and they were, you know, crying to the rest. So he yelled out, he's like, Man, stop bitching. Like, you know, just there's another he, video. I don't know if uh Bailey got it. I got a video that actually shows it. It shows the words, yeah. And actually, somebody you can hear it, I guess. Um you kind of heard it there a little bit, but yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like uh, he always cries. He like Patrick Mahomes to me though. Motherfucker always crying. I mean, I'm just tired of seeing it. And Yudoka's old school, obviously. I know they played against each other when he was younger, uh, when LeBron was young and Yudoka was getting out the league. Yudoka yeah. wasn't like a fucking all all star. It just you know, I just Broke he was player. a hard no. He's like a Darvin Ham. He was like the Darvin Ham, fucking gritty. You know. But I, I I actually love it. Fuck it. I, I think Houston's much better team under his tutelage this year, even though they're – I mean, the same Houston team, they got a couple of different pieces. They got rid of uh, fucking what's-the-name, that domestic violent guy. But they, uh, they're they much better team. Uh, they're still bad, but he's getting, them, he's getting them there. I think he's a good coach. I think the motherfucker really is a good coach. I just don't know uh, – look. We're in a sensitive ass soft world, man. That 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 used to be said to each other on the field, on the court. You want to talk about what Larry Bird and Michael Jordan used to call motherfuckers? Go ask Charles Barkley. So this is the thing we've seen. I just think we're in a sensitive ass time. We protect LeBron like we protect all goats out there that you guys call the goat. So I think some people get protected and people feel sorry for guys like him more than if that was fucking. The Rosen, no, it wouldn't even have been a goddamn news. Well, listen, so, like, so for me, I, I don't have an issue with either side. I don't have a problem with head coach Udoka saying stop bitching, but I also have a problem with LeBron like trying to like check him. Here it and is, right the here. Video you're talking about right here. See, to me. He kind of like the players coach. I know players like him, so I because like he gets into he gets in the asses of, co of players. Yeah, he was talking to like I seen a smirk on his face, kind of like 
man, tell LeBron stop bitching. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a player's coach, and the players, like, here's a here's the cool part about it. These cats dap each other up, Big Smitty, fucking every game. We see coaches hollering at players, players, hey, come with us. Like, now all of a sudden it's a big issue. Right. I'm not I hear you. I, I hear you. I mean, I think the players like him. I think he's like, hey, stop bitching. And then Smith, and then he goes over there. Stop use don't use that word so loosely. Stop bitching. And then he and then I, then I think he called him a bitch. So I don't know. Well, I mean, listen, that's why I said I don't have a problem with either side. Like I said, I mean, you do good. That's how you felt in the moment. You know, these these guys out here complaining the rest all damn day and not getting calls. Yeah, that's that's what you felt. Stop bitching, stop complaining, stop whatever. LeBron, that word bitch, you know, we, we we've heard rumors years ago when the uh that's what Draymond called LeBron during the game. And then I think in the finals, it became an issue. And so I think LeBron is kind of sensitive to, to that word. Um, I mean, you know how it is, JB. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I know, like, growing up, like, the word bitch wasn't something that you about to just throw out and just say that. Like, that wasn't something like that. That would be a fighting word when you were growing up. You know, now if it's your homie and you saying it in, in a more of a – like, I, I think context matters and, and, and how you're saying it matters. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, like – in 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 a, in a derogatory sense, the word "bitch" wasn't something you just said and was like, "Okay, it's cool." Nah, he was, did say it. You about to, you about I, to fight. I, I, so I'm saying it. I don't have a problem with LeBron going out there being like, "Hey, like, like, shut out, like, watch how you watch how you use that word." Like, I'm cool yeah, with both I, sides. I, on I that. would say it, but just understand something. There was no talking. See, that's the problem. That's why we we're not the same. That's why I do agree with Tank when he tanks on tomorrow. By the way, um, every Tuesday, it is different. Because once you say that word, that means as the word sayer, I'm ready to scrap. Right. There you go. There and you the go. guy that received the word, I'm fucking you up. It ain't a discussion, homie. It ain't a fucking use the word loosely. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Jay, stop, stop, stop. LeBron ain't about to go find a fucking coach in year 21. He's not an idiot. Come on now. That ain't realistic. We're not, uh, let's take it off of LeBron. Let's take oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm not talking about, I'm saying. Got you. This is the difference between generations on using this particular word. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, understand something. The Sims character in Garden City when I was there used that word. There was no talk. I choked and dragged that motherfucker across the goddamn cafeteria. There was no, don't use that word, man. See what I'm saying? There ain't no, there, there's just a difference. I respect you, you respect me. If I call you a bitch as a man, get ready to scrap. Calling you a bitch, slapping you as a man, and spitting on you as a man Ooh, are the three worst. Now, you can pecking order that, and we can go into debate on what's the worst. All I'm saying is, those three are automatic. Yeah. And it, to me, smacking a motherfucker, a man is the biggest bitch move. That's I mean, hurt, bro. JB, yeah. I'd rather somebody punch me. I'm dead ass serious. I'd rather you of punch course me. You should. Of course. Slap. Of course. <laughs> I've slapped a couple motherfuckers. And I, trust me, I slap you on straight principle because you're a bitch. Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. is what it is. So, I'm just saying. Uh, you, know, you, know, you know why the slap is the worst? Because you just said it. When you slap somebody, it automatically comes with with me basically calling you a bitch. Like I don't even have to say it. It's like I'm slapping you because I think that. So it's like a, it's like a two for one. <laughs> oh, I buckled the motherfucker with a slap one day. This little, he was a brother, but he looked Iranian and shit. Zitty face. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> you, you you ever saw those slap competitions or what? Like, maybe you gotta put your hands behind your back and you suck the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> hey, I was in shape though back then. I had a white feet around. I was just cut up. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Oh, Ooh. That's when you was parking a lot pimping right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, you know, you don't say certain shit about certain people's daughter. You better get slapped. Um, all right. We got a lot to break down. Mike Norvell's message to the committee. Um, he wrote a message. Ooh. I am disgusted and infuriated with the committee's decision today to have what was earned on the field taken away because of a small group of people. People. Because that's what he's basically saying. A bunch of fucking nobodies that don't have a clue about anybody on this committee decided they knew better than the results of the games. Which, what is this? What is the point of even playing the game? Do you tell players it's okay to quit if something goes wrong? Uh, do you not play a senior on senior day for the fear of injury? Where is the motivation to schedule challenging non-conference games? We are not only an undefeated Power 5 conference champion, but we also played two Power 5 non-conference games away from home and won both of them. I don't understand how we are supposed to think this is an acceptable way to evaluate a team. Um, what do you think about Mike Norvell's strong sentiment towards this so-called committee? I mean, I think from his perspective his point of view i mean he's a hundred percent accurate and right i i i i honestly don't disagree with anything he said i think he they did everything they're supposed to do they checked off every single box no stones left unturned like they did everything they're supposed to do to make it to the playoffs and they they're still not in so from a head coach's standpoint that has to be so frustrating it's like how can i motivate my guys at the beginning of the year to say hey if we handle our business we're going to be uh, in the playoffs for a chance to compete for a natty. How can I do that when this this just happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, we injury, you can't control injuries. You never know who's going to get hurt, when they're going to get hurt. It could be a star player on the defense, star player on the offense. So as a head coach, like, what the hell am I supposed to do to motivate my guys to tell them that we got a chance to play when it's out of our hands? Because you basically just prove that. But, 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 two things can be true. You and I both agreed on this show that we do not believe Florida State is a top four team. Now, we might disagree on if it should be Georgia, it should be Bama, Texas, all that. That's cool. But we both agree that they're not a top four team without their quarterback. So, again, two things can be true. He's he's right in feeling the way that he feels about his team, and all those players are right to feel the way that they feel. But we can also, us being outside of the, the team organization – we're right for feeling the way that we feel and saying, hey, we think Texas and Bama and Georgia are all better teams than, than them without his starting quarterback. And it is, is what it is. It's unfortunate. It sucks. I get it. It's one player, but the one player you lost was your key player, your Heisman Trophy finalist. I'm calling it now. He's a Heisman Trophy finalist. He's your, he's your leader of your team. And we saw your offense the last two games without him, and it looks stagnant. Last thing here, Big Mac keeps bringing up Cardell Jones, who I played against in high school, sacked them twice, but they did beat us. Glenville High School was a powerhouse. They beat us on the last second touchdown. Shout out to Cardell Jones. He brings up Cardell Jones in Ohio State. Yes, he was a third-string quarterback. But what did that third-string quarterback do when he came in the game? If you look back, that Ohio State team, they took care of business and was still scoring at a very, very high level. You know what I'm saying? This guy was throwing touchdowns, 
running the offense. So we got to see how Ohio State looked with their third-string quarterback. So if Florida State's third-string guy came in and was lighting the world on fire, threw a 300 yards, three touchdowns, oh, okay, cool. We've, we've seen enough. But their second-string guy played against Florida and was average. And then the third-string guy, of course, came in here in this Louisville game, in the conference championship game, and was mid. You guys won because of defense. Kudos to you. But playing against a, a, a top comp- opponent like a Michigan, a Bama, a, a, a Washington, even if a Georgia would have got in, with your backup quarterback and thinking you would actually compete, to me, is disrespectful to those teams, in my opinion. So, I don't know, JB. That's where I'm at, though. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me give some clarification on on all these different things. So, um, the college football playoff committee. Um, you know, rulings on how to earn a bid. I don't know if you've read them or anything. So I was reading some of them last night and this morning. In that, in that ruling on how they decide on who gets in, there's a clear, I think it's like article 5.4 that injuries play a role. It's out there. It's been out there. It's been used. The Cardell Jones was BCS computer picked. This is different. This is a committee that clearly states injuries will play a role. So the quarterback being out was clearly, along with strength of schedule, clearly. Let's just be honest. There's five power five conferences. They were the worst conference in the country this year. The ACC was the worst. They still won their games. They did what they're supposed to do. They're very similar to Texas beating Alabama argument week one. They beat LSU early in the season, and we later found out LSU's not that good. Like, let's be honest. Bama beat them too. Like, let's just stop. There's a shootout at Florida State. Alabama kind of stymied them on defense. And each team gets better as the week goes on. So they played LSU week two. I said week. I said early in the season, so I didn't say a week one. I said early in the season. Bama lost week one. LSU played Florida State week two, and et cetera, et cetera. So it shit changes, man. It is what it is. But if the injuries are stated in the bylaws as a deciding factor, I mean, I don't truly believe. Let me be honest. Do you think Texas gets in if, if Quinn Ewers is out? Hell no. Thank you. That's my point. That's for bringing that up. If any of these guys, these quarter, if Michael Penix Jr. got out, if they Michael- got in because they beat Oregon twice, but if they lost, if Penix was hurt and they lost, here, here's my point though. Here, here's my point. I got, let me show, let's show this while we're on this, 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 this deal. This, what would be Bailey, if you could size that up, this is what it would be if it was a 12 week playoff today. So you'd have Oregon playing Missouri in the eight and nine. Michigan would have a bye, Alabama, Washington, Texas, right? Yeah. You Oregon and Missouri would play. Florida State would play Oklahoma. Ohio State would play Penn State again. Georgia would play Ole Miss again. So that is what the the 12-team the playoff would be right now. Right. And this is a test. This is a test I put this up here for. Watch how many cats get in the chat talking about, where's Liberty? Where's la 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 la
Say it, homie. I just fucking proved to you guys that it'll never be enough. You're always going to want to fuck another team. So more is not better. Stop. 12 teams, you're going to want a 13th team. That is why I fucking just did that. You guys are always going to want somebody, man. So you're going to put Liberty over Oregon. Get the fuck out of here. See, that's the thing. You guys are going to always cry. Somebody's going to bitch. My fucking point. And we should do that test nationally. I bet you if I put that out on Twitter tonight, we'll get a fucking... Where's Liberty? Where's fucking Jamie Madison? Where's fucking... Shut up. You're never going to be satisfied. More is not better. Less is more. Less is more sometimes. I'm just telling y'all, we've already had this discussion, dog. Conference title games won't mean shit. People will be sitting players out. You're going to have fucking the 13th team bitching and moaning. Like, just put all the motherfuckers in. Sweet, 64 teams again, like college basketball. Like, it's, it's, it's becoming a mockery, dog. The bottom line is, Big Smitty, if Oregon would have beat Washington, they weren't getting in either. Mm. Just think about it. So, yeah. You would so be Washington, just so we're clear. Georgia got in. in. I would argue Georgia's in right now. Me too. I agree. I agree. And, and, and Florida State's still out. Either way. Uh, see what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, see, nobody wants to talk about this shit, though. Nobody wants to talk about it, and that's the problem. You guys all just want to see more games. I don't. I'm I mean, listen, Debbie, you right. There's always going to be somebody who's going to complain. Like, whether it was 24 teams get in or 2015. Of course, because if you're a fan of that that team that's right on the cusp, you're going to make an argument for why they should get in. But I'm with Matt and saying that if it's we got 12 teams that are in, I'm not about to feel bad because the 13th ranked team didn't get in. Like, 13? Bro, you should be lucky that you even in the fucking conversation. But when hey, it's Weddle, only four, I, playoff, it's I put up a fake mock-up, Weddle, of the uh, of what it would be this year, and, 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 and I knew it. I was like, wait till somebody post it, and sure enough. Where's Liberty? Where's it? You're always going <laughs> to want another team in, man. They're always going to want a 13th team if there's 12. They're always going to want a 26th team if it's 25. Like, it's just... To me, less is more. More is not better. Quality over quantity. I just don't understand. I don't want to see Liberty play Bama. Sorry. I just don't. It's just watered down football to me at that point. But it's E-Dub Monday. Eric Weddle's the word? The Super Bowl winning champion. Los Angeles Ram. Utah Ute legend. Hall of Famer. We're in the building, E-Dub. Uh... A lot going on in the world. How's, how's the show been so far? I, I'm about 45 minutes in, so it's been, oh, it's a, been, been a hectic morning, so I'm late. people in here live. We only got like 100 likes because everybody just comes in, freeloads, gets all the free game in the world, and then leaves, you know. <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> Chiefs Queendom Day. Chiefs Queendom Day. Um, they, look, they look good last night. They look real good. Chiefs Queendom. Um, How about them Colts? A lot, lot of storylines, man. I... I I, I, I'm bummed we only got a half an hour, but we could probably talk for a good five, six hours about this weekend of sports. But where you want to start? Where you want to start? Where you want to start with college? You want to start with NFL? Uh, it's your day. I'll I'll uh I'll chime in just on the just real quickly. I know you guys have been hammering on. I'm just getting my uh, perspective about the the top four in the playoff, and it's just it's uh, it's unfortunate. And and I know you guys chimed in on earlier just about on my point of of the kids and. Uh, earning the right to to 
compete for a national championship. I mean, that's why you go play college college football is is what they say is if you go undefeated at those Power Five conferences, you're automatically in. And uh, to make that decision for the from the powers that be and and for the these these guys get in this room and for the first time they get in the room and watch these games for 24 hours, like like they're on video, like trying to show that they, they care. They don't, they don't care. They, they, they're, they're, they're doing what's best to get the highest ratings and, uh, and not what's not doing the right thing. I, I, I wish someone would have stood on the table and said, this isn't right. This isn't, this isn't the right thing to do regardless if we lose money or or regardless of uh we may lose our jobs on this committee to pick games it's going to be done anyways i mean there'll be a little one but the the teams will be set when they get to 12 like someone should have said this is not right i'll take the backlash fsu needs to be in there because they earned it regardless of who the quarterback is regardless of who they played they are if the roles were reversed there's no doubt alabama would have been there or whoever else, right? So just just because if it's it's FSU and uh, this and that and the other teams are in there, it's a unique situation. I understand why they did it. I I'm bummed for the kids that have an undefeated season and they can't go compete for a championship. That's that's not what college football is about. And uh, it's getting to the point where let's just take all these teams and there are no bowl games. There are no. Uh, they don't go to school. Let's just get the top 40 teams, pay them, and seriously, pay them. They can go to school if they want, uh, but this is this is the uh, glorified NFL, and there'll be a, a different champion every year for this league and move forward with it because this is what it's becoming. It's not what we've created, Weddle. What we've created is unbelievable. What what the NCAA has created, I think, is going to bite them in the ass. I think there's going to be serious issues in a bigger macro scale of things. People only look at this thing micro. I don't think they're really looking at, let's just go down brass. Let's just talk brass tax real quick. Since the guy that knows what he's talking about and dealing with this, especially when you want to include title nine in this, let's, let's, let's really dive deep. Financial aid is going to get hit hard in the next few years in, in the academic side of things because of the transfers, the semesters, you got to have 12 units at a particular institution to get legal aid, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then you have Title IX, meaning you have to match every dollar on the female side has to match on the man yeah. side. So guess what's going to happen? When big Pac-12 teams fold and go to the Big Ten, every sport now has to either go – or fold. And if women's sports like soccer or lesser value, lesser monetized sports that are going to bring in, you know, that don't generate any, any revenue. money. Yes. We all know women's that. softball. No, we all love watching it, but it just isn't going to bring in the revenue to keep open the library, computer labs and science buildings on campus of a major university. Yeah. So I see this thing on the macro scale is going to implode. And this is going to have to be either diverted and go back to the way it was, or you're going to have to put some sort of cap. Hey, Edub, you're Utah. Your your best player gets 100K. Your, your lowest player gets five. And you can figure out how to divvy up the middle of the roster, but your cap's 100K. I, I think it needs to be that way across the board and get back to let's pay the players 
but let's cap it. Let's cap it at 100K is the max you could get. And if you get a, a jersey sell on the side or, or a car deal, that's yours. So be it. But right now, man, we've had five major Power 5 quarterbacks hit the portal this morning. I don't understand that. Like it, it, it just we're we're creating a thing that's just going to be free agency without a return, and I think can, the institution can those kids can those kids go back to their school if they go in the portal? How's that? How's that work? So they're but in only a if the team wants them back, they can. Yeah, so they basically do free agency. They go test the market, which is to me a slap in the face. So I would never take you back. Enter the portal, motherfucker. Bye. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not taking you back. I'm no. Nah. That's the problem with these coaches. We're accepting them back. We're begging them to stay, and we're still losing them. Like, you're losing integrity on top of your locker room at the same time the player. (laughs) You just lost three things in one. And it's like, nah, how about we all stand together, Weddle? You, me, and Smitty. Smitty and I, we get together. We're we're, we're all head coaches of three power fives, and we come together and say, hey, guess what? I know Matt Rules came out and said $1.2 to $2 million to get a portal quarterback. If anyone hasn't seen that clip, that's what he said. He said, man, it's crazy. I don't even know if we can go $2 million to get a portal quarterback. How about we don't pay him? How about we say, nah, we're not going to pay you any money. Do you think he's going to sit out? He has to play somewhere. So now, Smitty, Weddle, or myself, the best recruiter of all, will get the guy. And he'll play there at the school he wants to go to. See, I don't. Yeah, but no, but no one's no no one's gonna buy in. No, no one's gonna. No one's. It's the no same problem. Together, yeah. it's, the, it's the same problem in the NFL. We had, we had the the biggest names leading the CBA twice. I was in the mix. Where with CBAs, we got locked out, and the CBA had to redo it. And I was a, I was a part of both. And when you have the biggest money guys that are speaking on behalf of. 1500 players that's not reality that's not what's best for the league it's it's the 90 percent of guys that are minimum wage that are that are playing from year to year that we should be thinking about thinking about lifetime health insurance thinking about things that actually benefit guys for the long term not let's let's try to make maximize the piece of the pie for a little one check that we get a year like that that's that that was a fight and that's just it trickles down to every type of sports where you're talking about big time money where you're not going to ever get because colleges want to win and they're going to do whatever it takes. The reality is, is they should have never let the NCAA off the hook. They should have took money that they generated from these kids and gave it to every scholarship athlete across the board, male and female. Give me 30%. I said, it's the wrong yeah. approach. Pay give me, for the give me it all. And and you get it, and when you graduate, you get here's your check that we that we've held on to that uh, you get for for your name image. Everyone gets a part of the cut from this. They don't. They still make all their money. I, I still don't, for the life of me, how these supposedly expert mind uh, educated individuals let the NCAA off the hook. It, it's the one of the worst decisions ever. Because look at what has transpired since that point. Like, yes, some players are making money. It's it's the same thing in the NFL. The high guys, the great players get paid. Everybody else is living year to year because they want to go younger and cheaper every year. It's it's no different. It's no different than uh, what we're experiencing right now in, in college football. And these universities 
are hanging on by a third. What about the San Diego States, the UNLVs, the 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 medium of the pack schools? How are they going to survive? How do they survive? They have a stud that plays one year as an all-conference player. What does he do immediately in December? He's going to go to transfer and he's going to get paid by somebody else. So you're now you're, now you're thinking is okay. Let's 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 develop them. Let's go youth. We're not going to work in the transfer portal. We're gonna we're gonna go with the young guys. As soon as that young guy gets good, he's leaving anyway. So what what are we what are we building? We're not building up character. We're not building up accountability, responsibility. Young men, young women, leaders. We're we're building up the quick grab. We're building up the easy way out and and living in the now instead of thinking about I have 70 years to live. What am I really trying to do? Mm. I, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get Michelle on here, our, our, our attorney extraordinaire, um, because a buddy of mine sent me this yesterday and I know it's about to be filed, but Florida States filed a lawsuit in the grievance against the committee, against the NCAA, um, and they're gonna try to get an in, an injunction. Yeah, it's not. All it ain't gonna work. Is they're just trying to stay faithful. They're doing whatever they can for the kids, but at the end of the day, they got shafted, and it doesn't matter because they're going to twelve teams next year. And and you said it earlier. Why not say well, this is a tough situation? Why not these supposedly amazing people in that room, which they're not, because you can't think and you can't adapt and you can't adjust. Yeah. Right. So why can't they just get together and be like, hey, we don't want to screw FSU. We believe Georgia and Alabama are warranted to be in the playoff. Let's just go six teams. You have one less by week of offseason of of bowl schedule, meaningless practices. We move everything up one week. Like it's the most simplest thing that could have been done to stay face and do what is right for the most part, as best you could. But now you do this and. To, to Smitty's point earlier, if you think Alabama should go in, you have to automatically put Texas in because Texas is being head to head. If all things are equal, same yeah. record, same conference champion, what decides? It's head to head. That's been the case in every sport of every to no mankind. So <laughs> if that's what you think, but now to JB's point, Georgia is probably one of the top four teams in. Okay. So why do they just get shafted when TCU lost? the conference champion last year. Like they TCU should never went in. If you don't win your conference championship, you shouldn't be allowed in unless that conference champion is a two loss team. Right. Then there's a debate, but you lose your conference champion. You, you don't deserve to make it unless, (laughs) right. Unless if you are like a Georgia where, Hey man, you're probably still one of the best teams. You just played against a really good Alabama team. So it's it's baffling to me that these morons can get in there and they think that they got all the answers and they they mess it up every year. They they mess it up every year. Get logical human beings in there that make sound decisions that make sense for everyone involved. It usually it usually pans out. I don't so know. real quick before we move on to the NFL, so what what would your four teams be then? Because me, <laughs> although me and JB are like we agree with a lot of what you just said, JB and I we we actually believe that they they got it right by leaving florida state out which it don't no sound no, no, like no. i i get i get your guys's point like you know understand i understand why they did it and i i just can't for the life of me say right now that alabama texas washington or michigan for that matter is better than florida state you you gotcha. can't tell me that they haven't lost 
That defense is as good or better than anybody in the in the four team playoff. And you're not telling me that these offenses are all world that that Florida State can't stop. Like, come on, like you're taking everything away from why we play sports. You you figure it out on the field. This Florida State right now with a backup quarterback is ten times better than TCU last year. You can't tell me that talent scheme coaching. Even their backup quarterback, I think, is better than whoever played last year. But last year was different, though. It's hard to compare year to year. I'm not, I'm not, saying, I'm not, try, I'm not trying to compare. Bama had two losses last year, I think. So, like, that's why TCU got in because the next best team had two losses. So, it, it wasn't even, even a situation to where they could get in. You know what I'm saying? Even my argument. Last year, my argument was Bama with two losses was still better than TCU. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying – I'm not trying to compare. I'm just saying everyone says, well, we don't want another TCU in the national championship. Right, right, right. I don't right. think they're even remotely close to, to comparing those two teams. Mind you, they didn't even win their conference champion. Mind you, they weren't even undefeated. So, I don't know. I do – I, I think they, if, I, if yeah. we're talking about money and what they – in the decisions, why they did it, yeah, I I, I I guess they got it right. I don't agree with it. I don't – I would have put Florida State in there because – Who would you leave out then, Bama or Texas? Bama's out. Got hundred percent. They listen. Gotcha. You can't. But I, I understand. I'm, I'm an outlier. Like I, I, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. Like it, it is what it is. I, I'm done talking about it. Let's move on, to the NFL. <laughs> I'm getting pissed. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it, I mean, it is what tough. it is. But I, I got. Here's the thing. I, no one's talked about though. Real quick. Kirby Smart and Jordan should be as pissed off as anybody too. Like, but I think Kirby, that. Kirby probably sits there and says, like, man. We lost our championship. We should have won. Like, and, and that's what he said because you haven't seen any videos of him. Nah, He's right. not out there crying lawsuit. The issue I have is, though, he should be as pissed as anybody. He lost the last game on the last game three yes. years after having lost one game. He hasn't yeah. lost a game. Yeah, but, but the, whole, the whole, like, oh, you haven't lost a cheers. Like, I don't care about that. This is a new year, new season. I don't, it, that, that, yeah, that's fine, matter. too. But I, 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 let me ask you this, though. But I, they allowed it because TCU. They they should have never have let TCU in last year with a with not winning their conference championship. It you weren't even a dominant team, a top team, anyways. You were always hovering around eight to twelve until like the last two weeks of the season, and somehow you got in the top four. And then just because you didn't show up against a sorry Kansas State team, you allowed them in. Like everyone liked the Cinderella story, but they whatever. Hey, hey, look, though, let me ask you this. We, we, you, and I are on the <laughs> you and I are on the committee. Let's just be honest. If we're really going to pick a four, we got to pick a four, E-Dub. We got to pick a four. FSU is in there. FSU is in there. They're undefeated. I don't care anything else. Uh, they would be my four. I don't care. I, I don't struggle. care. I don't struggle. Care. FSU is not TCU. Committee. FSU committee. is not TCU. They're not the talent, the coaching. FSU is a... Is a, a blue blood in a sense. Like, I grew up loving FSU. Peter Warwick, like, come, I mean, come on. So, you, okay, so we can't say that. You can't say that. I don't we're care. Stop. Be no, stop. Let's move on. I don't want to hey, stop. On. It doesn't matter. Rational. You're right. People I'm right. Right. Yeah. right. We're all right. We're all wrong. It doesn't matter. Hold you don't have any control. I don't want to argue about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. We're rational. No. 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 I'm who who can who can they beat? Who can they beat? Three. 
I'm gonna leave. Stop talking. I got my finger on the leave studio. No, please don't leave. Don't do it. Georgia can beat any of these teams. You're right. I know, but move on. Let's go. It doesn't matter. I got a lot to discuss here. We got a lot going on. Uh, Smitty got goggles on. Gardner Minshew is clearly the culture in the playoffs, baby. We in the playoffs, baby. We rolling. We rocking and rolling. Let's be honest, because of Gardner Minshew. So the whole entire team. One of the Let's best be honest, in the league. Nair Franklin's balling out. EJ Speed's balling out. Michael Pittman Jr. Alec Pierce is finally holding on to the ball, not dropping it. Running backs is deep. One of the best old lines in the league. We are rolling. Everyone's talking about the Texans and the Jags. Don't sleep on them in the Indianapolis coast, man. We are hot right now. All right. So, all right. Well, I got to ask you. There's some beef going on. The 49ers dominate the Eagles. And I don't know if you have saw this or not, but um, – we got a little yeah, beef. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess he could. You know, my question is, you know, is he healthy? You know, can he come in and be productive? Or has he lost so much that the Colts were ready to say goodbye, even though we owe, we, we're going to pay you $6 million to go bye-bye? You know, is he healthy enough after visiting Dallas and having them having a need and them saying, you know, we passed, or him telling them, I'm going to wait and see, I'm going to go and, you know, I'm going to go and visit the Eagles and see, you know, what their offer is. I mean, the offers can't be that Who that wide. What are we you know, talking but about? What, what to Mark's point, if he's ring shopping, you know, I get I it. Know. I understand. Bailey fucked us. Put the wrong video in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what am I, I ain't lying to what we like. <laughs> if you look at the great defenses, and what go. are the better defenses in the National Football League? The better defenses in the National Football League are the San Francisco 49ers, or the Baltimore Ravens. All you have to do is look at the players that they have at linebackers on those two teams to understand why they're a great defense, not only in the run game, but what those four guys mean to the passing game of every defense and how much the Eagles lack all of that in their defense and wonder why they're having the problems defensively that they're having. So that, that was all fucked up. Thanks. I fucked Bailey up. So basically, what he's talking about is Darius Slay, Darius Slay and the Eagles are soft. They can't tackle and all this shit. Darius Slay came out and tweeted back at him and was like, here we go. Seth Joyner, Seth Joyner, by the way, is who was talking. He's a, you know, he played for a long time. He did a lot. Of, he said, my job is to be an analyst of the game, Darius Slay. And guess what? You didn't tackle worth a damn. That's just the truth. What did I say was a lie? The big guy in the sky don't lie. Seth Joyner said that yesterday on a morning show or today on a morning show. So Darius Slay came out and said, basically, you media heads be, be talking. You don't know. Nah. And, and then Seth came out and was like, check yourself about the media head. I fucking strapped it up and hit somebody unlike you. So they've been having some beef. And uh, Darius Slay, I saw him miss about two major tackles on, on Debo. Where are you at with this uh, Seth Joyner take? I mean, it's it's if you're going to get in the media and you're going to go down that road as an ex-player, then, then you, you got to make sure you can't. Uh, be such a hypocrite to the game and and say I was this, I was that. I never missed a tackle. I never miss, you know, gave up a touchdown. As long as you're like balancing your takes, like I, I'm good with it. And and for a player, I I for the life of me, 
I don't understand why guys entertain these people that talk about the game. Like, I don't, why you're wasting time and energy on going back and forth with people that don't mean anything to you. They have their opinion. Why does it matter? They, that, that doesn't affect when you wake up, why you wake up, how hard you work, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to, how you're trying to make a difference. Like that, the back and forth, it's great. It's, it's we get to talk about it, but as a player for the life of me, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, if I talk to him in person, I'd be like, yeah, man, I, I stunk it up. You're right. And I got to get better. Like I never was a one I'd only educate uh, reporters if they, after the fact, if they said something schematically, I'd be like, Hey, like I'd try to teach them what to actually look for, but I never, I never would get in a heated battle. Like that's their job. Their job is to critique us. Their job is to pick us up when things are great and to put us down when things are bad. Like it, but to me, it's a, it's irrelevant in my life, what these people say. And for me, like you're an older guy, Darius, you've, you're established, like you're a, you're a great player. Why are you wasting time with his comments? So yeah. it, it is warranted. They didn't play good last night. And, you know, they're probably looking at themselves in the meeting room and they're probably getting chewed out for it because they should. You get blown out in a primetime game and they have played three games in 14 days or, you know, they're they're getting after it. But so what? Like, own it. You play good, own it. You play bad, you miss tackles, you give up touchdowns, own it. Like, People respect you long more at the end of the day. They're just embarrassed, Weddle. You you hit the nail on the head. It's supposed to be the game of the game of the year, game of the season. A lot of trash talk coming into this game on both sides. You know, uh, you know, I know Hassan Reddick was, you know, talking, you know, talking trash. You know, Debo Samuel been very active, you know, media saying, hey, if we would have had Brock Purdy last year, the NFC championship, I feel confident that the game wouldn't have even even been close. And then you guys <laughs> face each other. Debo goes out there and had the best game of the he's had his entire season, and they literally bullied the Eagles. So then you got to wake up. You go to film. Coaches is killing you. You go to Twitter. You're getting killed in your mentions. Media's hitting you. I just think a lot of just embarrassed. You know, everything's coming yeah. at you at, at the same time, and he just probably just got fed up and just had to say something <laughs> back. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think really happened. You know? oh, these guys, um, they just sit on their phones. They're like this. They're like this all day. Yeah, and then, and then they start shaking, and they're like, "Ah!" <laughs> Eagles, Eagles got exposed, game. though, man. Eagles got exposed. I know it's one game, but they got exposed, man. That they have a lot of weaknesses in their in their armor, and that when the Niners are fully healthy and they're there, they are clearly the better team. They had when a, both teams they, are fully healthy, you know, in my when opinion. It, when it was twenty four sixteen, and they had a third and seven. And for for the life of me, I have no clue why the guys playing outside leverage expecting help when they're doubling McCaffrey out of the backfield and they get that little shin route inside and complete that. And then they go on. That was the play of the game. It was in the third quarter. It was a one score game. They get that third and seven. If they stop them there, they'll probably go down and score and make it a game. But it's a simple fact. Like I, I could see myself in meetings, that player, that nickel or safety, whoever it was. All week that, you know, one hole or mouse or Mickey, whatever your call is for a low hole player and a post player. And then this week in meetings, they say, okay, hole player, when we call this, we're going to double McCaffrey. And that kid probably didn't remember or he was in the meetings and didn't write it down. And then he's expecting inside help when clearly that linebacker is doubling McCaffrey out, out of the backfield. Like, 
So that's that's how I'm laughing at that type of stuff. But it, the game got out of hand after that. And, you know, credit the Niners, credit Purdy, run that system to a T. Coach has a point, though, when the, when everything's not perfect, though, he, he, it's going to come back. I, I don't see, you know, to this day, I mean, he's been outstanding. You can't, you can't knock him for that. But when one of those guys is out or you go against a defense that's going to take away those guys, can he lead him to a Super Bowl? We're going to find out. They're going to be in it. All the way, so hey, he's playing better than Patrick Mahomes this year. I will say that, but go no ahead, go ahead a lot of quarterbacks are. <clears throat> Let me ask you this: uh, the Eagles, we you know, still got the best record in football, though. Um, the Niners have dominated two of the teams that people are favoring right now to win a Super Bowl the Dallas Cowboys, who they shellacked in the NFC East, and now the Eagles, who they just shellacked in the NFC East. <laughs> Is the NFC West much better than people first thought? The Rams have won three in a row, E-Dub. Your Rams got they're on the – they're playing well. Cooper Cup, if he's healthy, I don't know. This team is dynamic now with Williams at running back. Um, I like the I like the the, the, the offensive mixer. They're, a lot of boot waggle, a lot of naked, getting staff on the run. He's an elite passer as there is in the NFL if he's healthy. Yep. Uh, we all know that. Higby getting in the mix. Um, I think they have all the aspects on offense. Aaron Donald getting through there, getting Flacco late, uh, showing that he's still dominant uh, interiorly. I don't know, man. The Rams are playing well. Seattle's hit the hit a hit a snagu. I don't know what's going on in there. It's a snafu, but um, they're still in the playoff mix. So you got three teams right here in the NFC West. Are they yeah, better? I mean, shoot sh- Arizona going to Pittsburgh and smacking them. So, uh, man, to, to the to the first point, I think the Niners are a trouble matchup for anyone. Uh, no one's denying that they are physical. Coach Wilkes has that defense humming uh, for the second half of the season. They're top, you know, I think they're top two now scoring defense, which everyone was killing Coach Wilkes. I'm like, guys, just give him time. Like, he is a top notch D coordinator. He's figuring it out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if the Niners play the Cowboys, it, it's there's Cowboys don't have, I mean, they have a chance, but that's a bad matchup for the Cowboys and the Eagles. They match up very similar, but uh, the Niners are just playing good football where they had that little slid uh, skid early on, but they're, they're a tough bunch. I, I, honestly, I, I think Smitty's point, I, I, when you look at it, I think the Ravens are the are the top team to beat them if if just schematically and personnel-wise, I think I think Baltimore can shut down their, their offense by the way they play and how they can match up and how they tackle and but what do I know? So, uh, and then the NFC West, I mean, I talked to Sean last night, uh, just how I was hyped. I shot him a text right after the game and, and he's just on cloud nine because they're, 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 they're peaking at the right time. Their offensive line. I mean, that left tackle the job he did against miles Garrett, the center Higgs Puka, like they're flowing, they're running the football. They're, they're, they're playing good defense, but, there's no one that's making their team better. I can't say no one. You know, there are a lot of guys that make the team. But what Matthew Stafford's doing with that team right now, having a quarterback elevate your entire team and those offensive weapons shows the type of guy you are. I mean, he's making a rookie. He's 1,100-yard receiver mm. with Puka. And, uh, you know, Higby is – I love I love Higgs, but, he, I mean, Higgs you, is – you mean, you, mean, you mean the quarterback job is to make a guy that's nobody – Good and better, and get him a new contract, unlike Patrick Mahomes does. Oh yeah, no doubt. 
if Tyreek Hill got a my Miles Scanlon Jr. and and all these other Denard Robinson, like all these guys have gotten paid at, at other places. So I wouldn't say that. I, I would just say Scanlon got paid because of Aaron Rodgers, though. Okay, well, there's a couple. I mean, who who just came back to the Chiefs? He, the, the speech they're from the Jets. Um, Hardman. Hardman Hardman got paid 10 11 million a year. He didn't get paid 10, though. 10 11 JB. I had to play four years, okay, Pro Bowl, all pro before I got a second contract. And now, so he's still, I mean, <laughs> some guys do get paid without doing much, but at today's world, he still got paid 10 11 million a year. I never sniffed that type of money, so that's 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 but I that's haven't seen. Money. We all know Tyreek Hill didn't get paid because of Patrick Mahomes. All I'm saying is I haven't seen Patrick Mahomes' receiver, him make a guy better to where other teams say, I got to have this guy. Like no, He's playing better with two if we being real. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. I don't know. Dapper's got two guys out there balling right now, and he's making a rookie into an NFL veteran looking like Don't a guy out here. here. And, there, and, and he gets Higby the ball. Like, he's doing an job. He's a spinner. Shout my guy TJ Hushmanzada. He trained Puka Nakua all offseason. Oh, so I'm just shouting out TJ. I know he's humble to come out here and say a lot, but he was one of his like his primary guy all offseason. So I just want to, you know, show him some love. Good love. Good, good shout uh, out. Good shout all right, out. All right, D uh, we gotta get to we gotta get out of here in a minute, but I gotta get to this uh brass tax coach Sanders <laughs> back in the news. Um his D-line coach left him. And is at Syracuse now with the new head coach that left Nebraska, Coach Brown. He's didn't, now you say, didn't, didn't you say earlier when we first heard about Warren Sapp that you said this this coach was a really good coach, like a top-notch D-line coach, yeah? Yes. And now you're, you're going to bring on Warren Sapp, who's never coached yes. or done anything of that. Yes. Interesting. Let me ask you this, though. You went out publicly and said Warren Sapp is coming here like about four weeks ago. This guy's your D line coach right now. So you're saying he's, you're fired, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, uh, there's some crazy stuff that's going on here. Um, Warren Sapp's coming in. Um, we, you know, he's coming for sure. You got this other guy who left and, and now you got this guy's girl leaving him too. Like it seems like Dion's in a little whirlwind of uh hit a little rough patch here. Um everybody seemed to be leaving Dion right now in Colorado. I, I don't know what's going on here, but uh decommit after decommit. You got coach after coach, uh player, wifey, Deontay. <laughs> uh, uh, all I know is, I will say this. Oftentimes in my personal life, when I went through my deepest and darkest storms, there's light at the end. Yeah. So no I don't doubt. know. No doubt. I don't know what's gonna happen, but sometimes when it looks like <laughs> everybody's against you, Michael Newport with the quote of the day today, he said, he "Snoop Dogg ain't at the games. The baby ain't there no more. Offset ain't there. JB don't believe in you no more. Yeah. Everybody's your wife, your fiance's leaving you. Your coach is leaving you. Your players <laughs> are leaving you." A lot of times when everything seems to be against you, ah, that's when the blessing yeah. comes. So we we shall see. Only time will tell. That's my favorite quote. But hey, we shall no see. Doubt. I, I personally, I you know, you hope I've had friends, teammates go through struggles in their personal life, especially with uh, significant others, wives or girlfriends. And 
that's never easy. So you, you hope uh, that he'll be okay with it. it. They've been together a long time, so it's you, you never want to see for any reason two two people break up unless it's you know it's the right thing to do. Uh, but for the coaches and uh, and the guys leaving. Uh, that the leaving, I don't really get. I don't think too much of the transfer portal, but for the coaches and, I mean, that's what three or four coaches that have left or been fired or changed the scenery. Yeah. I've got Sean Lewis out of a head at, job I've got San Diego State. He's down by you, Sean Lewis. So at, that's at culture, you know, wow. at 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 stuff at big time programs, and I know he's trying to build it and hopefully he gets to that point. But I, I put Utah in this mix. They've had the same coordinators for nine, ten years. You, you look at. You know, the Alabamas or Georgias, the only time they lose guys if they're getting promoted, uh, which in the case of Sean, that, that is the case. I, You know, San Diego State, I don't know. But, you know, Colorado's going to be better, man. They're doing they're, – they're working hard. If they would just tap into Matt and what he's doing, they'd be better off. Uh, but that's when pride gets in the way of a lot of people, uh, not, not swallowing their pride and asking for help or – that there's a better way to do things. There's a lot of good things that are going on out there. And if you don't uh, take down your guard and be willing to listen, great leaders and great coaches listen to others and try to make themselves better in the process. So uh, before we get out of here, I got to get your take. Deontay Johnson last week walked off the oh line. Oh my of gosh. If there I was, was on his team, I would have walked out and, and not, not like th this is one of my biggest pet peeves. And I told you guys this is it's the same thing when the DB makes a PBU and he's doing all this and he's like, I'm that and I'm strap me up, strap me up. I'm that man. And you're losing by 30. Like <laughs> it's the same thing. This is say, can you just go back to the sideline? We're getting embarrassed at home. This touchdown does not matter. Now you want to make a play like just 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 get over here. Let's, let's, our tail is between our legs right now. We have nothing to hang our hat on getting smoked by a sorry Cardinals team. And you want to celebrate and do some dance. But this is what the kids see. This is why Ohio State's doing that in the lineup before Michigan. And then they lose. Like, kids, don't, don't look at this. This is not, not the right way to play the game or how to act. It's not. You're losing by 20 points and you're celebrating a touchdown, bringing the attention on yourself. When... You're no reason to. It's 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 baffling to me, and I, and I know I want I want guys that their personalities. I, you call me a hypocrite, but I want your personality to shine when it's it's for your teammates. When you're you when you're dancing with your teammates, when when you're winning with your teammates, you know when you won a game, you celebrate with your teammates in the locker room. You're going out to the club with your teammates in the at dinner, like that's when you do it. Because at the end of the day, everyone looks at you as a fraud when you do stuff like this. That you don't care about anybody but yourself. And I know that as a player, as a teammate, as a leader. And moving forward, I'm staying arm's distance length from you because I can't count on you. No question about it. Um, yeah. We got to play a little bit of heck for, for Ida. Ida yes. don't fly. Yeah, Ida yeah. Hell yeah, hell nah. Let's go. Oh, all right. Hell yeah, hell nah. The Denver Broncos make the playoffs. Hell nah. Hell no. Nope. I'm going to say, hell yeah. <laughs> Chip this again. Next I still one. think Denver's right there. Uh, Russell Weirdo, he threw that horrible ball. Throw Three, pick picks. Last Three picks he threw. 
Yeah, three picks. That, last one, that was a good play Sean by Payton Ward, though. I'm a believer in Sean Payton. Even if he hits the bong with the 15-year-old, I still think he's going to get this thing done. Uh, so I'm going to say hell yeah. Okay. Tyreek Hill. Hell yeah, hell no. Hell yeah. Is a better wide receiver than oh. Randy Moss. Hell no. Nah. Hell not yet. <laughs> That's a good one. I think he could be. Yeah, I mean, I his story's not this. done yet. If he retired today, I, I, I can't say that. This. I got a few NFL buddies that I've talked to and said, please show me Randy Moss run a curl, a slant, a post, a dig, a hit, any other route than fade. He said Tyreek Hill can run every route on the tree. Randy struggle with certain routes. Is that what defines the better wide receiver to you guys? I mean, that and you got to say this Randy too. Moss, imagine Randy Moss playing in today's game. I know. Can't touch him. I mean, can't hit him. I, I don't know if I don't like Tyreek. That's that's a tough one. I'm going to say hell no nah because I don't think he, he comes close to how many touchdowns that Randy I mean, Randy Moss, I think, had 140. I could be totally wrong, but somewhere around there, 120, like, he had he was ridiculous. I can see Tyreek having more catches and more yards, but I agree with you. Maybe not more touchdowns. So that's uh, that's where he's a little hairy. Tyreek does have a ring, though. He do got jury. Randy yeah. don't have jury. He went, but that took an L. That yeah, matters. Man, man, Randy, Randy was. I played against both. Different. And Randy, he listen. He didn't have to run all the routes. The the man was. He could do it, man. Tyreek, that's no stop. If it's go ahead. No, I'm saying the one knock against Randy that people will say, I mean, you know more than me, but players will say that Randy didn't always bring it, though, every single week. Like, he didn't – the effort wasn't always – Oh, my gosh, 156 <laughs> touchdowns, bro. Holy I'm just, gross. I, I'm just saying what the streets are saying. I I, I didn't play against him. Oh, I yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm not – listen. The man was <laughs> Hall of Fame. I'm not going to say nothing like that because it's hard to say whether it brought it or not. All I know is 156 touchdowns that say no more. Hey, hell yeah, hell no. The 49ers just made a statement as the best team in football. Hell yeah. Hell no. How? They made a statement. They they ain't the best team in football. They're the second best team in football behind Lamar Jackson's Baltimore Ravens. That's what it is right now. The the Ravens got the best defense in the game. They play soon. They play soon. I I can't wait. I can't. I might put 100 on that game. I can't wait. If we're recency biased. As of right now, you could you could say after that game beating the best team in the league, you are now. Yeah, you got to be. That's one Eagles. You could say it, but don't Philadelphia. Don't forget that yeah, this this same really, team not, just all three in a row, y'all. Like, you, you could say you could say the Niners are one and the Ravens are two because of the win they just had. That's all so, we're saying. So 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 we just go week to week. Like we don't we don't like yeah, so I mean, that's, that's what you do. No no so, so if ne- if next week the fucking Lions win by thirty, they're the best team in the league. Like come on, y'all. If the Niners the, lose, the previous games got to matter. <laughs> if the Niners lose, they could be. They'll be ten and three. Yeah. Well, the Cowboys yeah. and the Eagles play next week, so the Cowboys beat yeah. beat Philly. They're gonna be the best team in the league then. All right, hell yeah, hell no. Nah. We're gonna get out of here. Hot coffee is better than iced coffee. Never had either, so I'm sticking. You never drink coffee one. ever? No. I'm not a big coffee like guy. It, I just started trying probably about a year ago. I like the hot coffee because in the morning it like it like clears you out. It like clears all this shit right here. That, that hot water, <laughs> that hot, you know what I mean? It just kind of <clears throat> all the phlegm, all the the congestion from being asleep. You know, it just kind of. Why do you have all that? Are you sick? 
<laughs> Coach JB's a hot coffee for sure. All day. I can't do ice coffee. Ice coffee. <laughs> ice coffee. Ice coffee is soft. Ice coffee is like using a straw in a cup. Hey, we gotta do some white people shit with E Dub as we walk out of here. White yes. people shit. Love it. That's oh a gosh. big ass goddamn. Oh <laughs> I might have ran if that was me. Oh my god. Holy shit, that's huge. Hey, we had an eagle at, at, at Fox the last few weeks. Anytime the Eagles win, we bring an actual eagle on set for the show for Shady McCoy. And the Eagles are big as hell in person. That eagle yeah. would fuck you up, Smitty. <laughs> he about my size. <laughs> Is he a tactic guy or what? No, he, he, he chilling. He got a strong base. That mama, he might be I mean, a good. That's not really. That, that, that's that's normal stuff. That that could be. I mean, I was I was expecting yeah. Smitty some, does that some shit. Real, some real W WPS. Yeah. That uh, well, see, I spit some in the group chat, but it might be a little too. Uh, nah, uh, nah, uh, put, it out, put it on. Put it on. Let's go. We're all hey, you got it. Do you have it? Go ahead, oh. Bailey. Show it. Go ahead, Bailey. They're not. They're not naked anyway. They got pasties on. I don't on. think we got it. Only only we got it uh, below here though. I'm looking right now. I don't think nah, we got it. Maybe have to put it in. Um, I don't know. That's I don't know. It's white people shit, but it's also black people shit. Give me nah, 30 seconds. Know. He said. He got 30 seconds. We're gonna put a last white people shit in. We got to do it. With we got to get eaten up. Go, go one, one more. Hell nah. Hell yeah. Go one right. more of that until until then. Hell yeah. Hell nah. I already know your answer to this, this one, so I'm not gonna say it. Um. Arch Manning will be an Ohio State Buckeye next year. Hell yeah, hell nah. I would say I would say Archie Manning will be at some other place other than Texas. Hell yeah. Mm. You know what? I agree with Weddle. Hell yeah. I don't think Ohio State will be the place. It might be somewhere down south. Is did the, did the with the quarterback? Entering the portal, is that do you think the coach said, Hey man, we got a either young buck coming in or we got Manning or we got a, like why why does this happen? You just started, you went eleven and one. Like I, I just don't get this. Well, well I, they, do, you know, do you know who else left today? Dylan Gabriel left Oklahoma this morning. Yeah, so why I I see I'm so I'm still foreign to this stuff. It's why, like why it's unbelievable. the coach had to have said you're not the guy moving forward after 11. It's unbelievable. Says that? I, don't I, know. I don't know. I just don't get it, man. It's it's really unbelievable. You're, you're leaving one of the best programs, if not the best program. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm confused by that. But all right, white people shit to end the show. <clears throat> Here we go. Oh my gosh! What is this? Can we get another? Colored person in there, please. No, there's no, there's no black Ain't people. No brown, black, blue. <laughs> no brown, no black no people. Light skin, oh, no red bone. This white. is white people shit like a mother. To the highest level of white, right hey, there. What are we doing in here? It's, I have so a topless like brunch. Here's the here's the here's the gist of this whole thing before we leave. So a bunch of white girls got what together wrong with people? and they Go got topless apparently with pasties on. And what they did was they did a supposedly exotic food tasting topless to show that we're not ashamed of our bodies. 
and we could be sexy. Uh, and I'm like, listen, no, not all you can. Sorry. Sorry. You can't. My, my, my take on this is what happened to the days of modesty and keeping the main thing, the main thing, meaning my lady's boobs are for me, not for the whole world to see. So I, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm kind of old school. Like the reason, the reason I fell in love with my wife was she was different in high school. She dressed modest. She was confident. She was of everything sport wise. And you know, that's, that's what matters at the end of the day. And for the young ladies out there, uh, have a standard and, and be hard to get because you want someone that's going to work for it and, and have standards and respect you as a woman, not a lot of I don't these guys. It's, a, it's the same. It's the same with the, the workout girl, man. I'm so tired of seeing the fucking workout girl. Stop exactly. showing you lift, run, workout in basically nothing, nothing. <laughs> and, and then you can't look at them. Eat up. Don't look at me. You are a sexist. No, really. You're <laughs> naked. Shut the hell up. <laughs> we live in an only fans world. We live in a social media uh, world where women, unfortunately uh, are valuing their themselves by how their body looks and how, and that's why you're seeing them showcase so much of that out there. <laughs> Men are valuing themselves purely on money, so they're trying to put out this false narrative that they got all this money by buying all these clothes and jewelry and throwing money. Can we get back to brass tacks like Eweddle just said? I married my high school sweetheart for a lot of the same reasons Eweddle just listed. She was different. She was real. She was modest. She was low-key. Everybody didn't see everything. I see everything because it's mine. That's what it comes down to. I'm different. <laughs> Weddle's different. I don't know. We t- we give y'all free game. Hit the like button. We have a thousand likes. Sixteen. It's nine sixteen. We might as well go to nine twenty. Two more. Hell yeah. Hell. Let's no. go. Let's go. Let's just keep going. Going. I gotta go. I got shit to do. Go. All right. Bill Belichick. Hell yeah. Hell no. Will not be in New England. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get him out of there. Hell yeah. He's gone. You're saying. He's washed like a like a bag of clothes. On, on Mut- mutually agreed. I say hell yeah. Time time is change. Change is needed. Change is needed. I think they mutually mutually apart. He doesn't get fired, but I think I think it's time. It's time. We all need change. Change is good if you're willing. Change is good if you're hell willing. yeah, hell nah. Mike Tomlin is on the hot seat officially. Hell no. They seven and five right now. It was a really bad loss, but they're still on track to be in the playoffs. They're still on track to have another winning season or at least a 500 or above season with a very below mid quarterback. These guys are, are rocking and rolling. Instead, the Patriots don't have a quarterback and look how bad they look. The so he does, no, quarterback, he and they're still out here competing and fighting. That's called coaching right there, JB. <laughs> Hell he no. He's going to give us a, t- a, a take. I already know because this is a take that we all know about, that the, the real educated coaches, ex-players. Uh, although I agree with Smitty, I don't know if that's necessarily true, though, because he has no quarterback, <laughs> and he just fired his OC, and owners see that, and it's blood in the water, and this might be the same time, especially if Belichick goes. We see this as a copycat league. I wouldn't be shocked if Tomlin leaves either. Uh, I, I would say for the it's a hell it's a hell nah because of the organization because the owner 
they they don't go through they're about continuity they're about standard but listen i love mike t and i could probably text him right now he texts me back and not i'm saying that for this take he would probably say like yeah you're probably right firing your oc and what they just put out there at home that's that's not good ball for mike Mike t standards and he would say that so i don't think he's on the hot seat but that is unacceptable as a pittsburgh sealer uh for for any top of top level flight organization who plays the game a certain way like that's that that can't happen and it comes back to the head coach when your offense stunk you fired your oc and your offense is worse uh something you know to coach jb's point in most cases the head coach would be the next guy out or be on the hot seat but in this case pittsburgh he's not in the hot seat hell yeah hell no we'll get creative on the last one <clears throat> hell yeah hell nah jb is going to be right with tonight's Monday night football pick. <laughs> Who'd you pick? Who'd you pick? We're going to do it after. You got to say, hell yeah, hell no, I'm going to be Hell right. yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to say hell yeah because you're, you're hot right now. You're hot You're going right to go now, with so the Jaguars. Hell. What do you mean? He's picking the Jags. No question. Come on, Coach JV. You ain't, you're, not, you're not that naive to it. Go ahead. Pick them. Let's go. End the show on three. Hit the like button and Jaguars on three. Ready? One, two, three. Like button, Jaguars. Jaguars, Jaguars. <laughs> Jaguars hey, going win. They Got better it. win with no fucking Joe Burrow. I don't know who play, who's playing quarterback game. for the Bengals. I don't even know. Tell you right now, it's going to come down to a field goal. I'll tell you right now. If they lose, then they're, field not, goal. then they're not you doing know. nothing this year. Yeah, they're struggling. They're done. Uh, no motivation. They don't have motivation. They have no incentive. Uh, Jaguars do. They're chasing the one seed right now. Yep. They got to win. It'd be a devastating loss if they don't get it done. So they got to keep up with the Ravens and Kansas City. And even though Kansas City lost, they still got to sit in there and get the one seed, play at home maybe even. Tough. E-Dub Monday, always a pleasure. Uh, hey, you missed, Saturday. you missed a hell of a football palooza. We'll do it again, though, next week. Love y'all, boys. Good work. Peace. Peace. All right, Big Smitty. It's been a hell of a show. We went longer. I missed my doctor's appointment. Fuck it. I, I, this show over all else. That's how I work. Over my health, I might have some type. I might have all kind of shit. I might be dying. But I'm here first. I'm going to go down with the shit. That's what leaders create more leaders, not more followers. I'm creating a new leader in Smitty. So when my tire gets flat, Smitty does take over the show. He does understand that. You know what I'm saying? That is what it is. So, Smitty's going to be fired today anyway. He's already late. This is his plot to Fox. He wants to get out of there. He wants to leave. So, he's going to leave. Go be late. <laughs> yeah. Smitty, why'd you get fired? Coach JB, man. He had me on the show too long, man. I just couldn't, I couldn't get the word. People at work was hating on me. I was mad about it. You know what I mean? So... Coast Nation, baby, for the shoe. Hit that like button, pound, pound the like button, subscribe, get some merch from Coach JB Show, the website, help him pay his back taxes. FTCodeBrand.com, get your merch, and we're going to be back tomorrow. We got our guy Tank coming on tomorrow, Steve Kim coming on tomorrow. I'm here tomorrow, JB here tomorrow, and who else? Doc, Jesse Morse. Jesse Morse, come on, man. Doc, talk oh. Tuesdays. 
and we might bring on Michelle out of nowhere. Who knows, man? Be ready for everything. Just so we're clear, I have a major issue in my right knee, and Dr. Jesse Morris got me an x-ray. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're going to show that tomorrow. We're going to show that tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. We're going to see my knee, my right knee real swollen and shit, so don't miss that one. It's bad, y'all, too. Hey, much love. Pound the like button, man. We got up to 800 likes. Come on, get up to 1,000. Appreciate y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. Michelle is on this week. We'll get her back on maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow we'll talk about Florida State's possible lawsuit versus the NCAA. Michigan and anything coming down the pipe for next year. Is Jim Harbaugh out of there? Are they going to lose scholarships because of the sign-stilling escapade? We're going to break all that down. Plus, drink Missouri's head coach. Takes a shot at Connor Stallions live on TV. We're going to break that down. We got a lot more to talk about all day, every day. Tomorrow's Doc Talk Tuesday. Don't miss it. It is fully loaded. See you tomorrow. Peace. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it. Yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missed, and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB.